0: Hey Fro, what do you call a man with a spade on his head? I don't know. Doug, what do you call a man without a spade on his head?
1: I don't know.
2: Douglas? Uh. <laughs> this week on Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about news from the week, things that are 30 years old, TLC results, Incarnate, and Westworld, episode 10.
0: This is another digital citizen. Let's the link, Java 167.
3: 5 06. 4 4 4
0: Welcome citizen.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another week, another digital citizen. It feels long since I did that intro, but it's not. Hello, Tilly.
0: Hello, Fro.
1: How is your week?
0: It's busy but sort of nervous and exciting because I'm getting my oven on Friday. Huh. Okay to see a Thank you.
1: Never me. ever heard about this oven. Oh it. <laughs> <laughs> we all know no. the palaver
0: I've had and other things. But yeah, and also, you know, my birthday's coming up, so I'm nervous and excited what? and trying to get everything ready for that. Yeah. The birthday?
1: Didn't you know that.
0: I know I've kept it pretty quiet, haven't I? <laughs> uh
1: huh. Big secret.
0: <laughs> <laughs> totally private, private <laughs> party and everything. Nobody's allowed to know how old I am.
1: Yeah. No, not at all, and we're not going to talk about it today either. Uh, so, hi, Luke.
2: Hi, bro. Hi, everybody.
1: Uh, does it feel long since you turned thirty?
2: Um, no, not really. Uh, but does I'm only thirty-three. It feels fucking long. So <laughs> because and I just turned thirty-three. Long. So yeah, and
1: I turned uh, twenty-seven. Uh, Thirty-seven. Turned, I,
2: mean. yeah. I was going to say, so you went <laughs> back like, in the pass. No,
1: that is wrong math. I was doing wrong math.
0: Well, I'm sure you did turn 27 at some point in your life.
1: Yeah,
2: 10 years right. ago.
0: Yeah, it's hard to get to 37 yeah. without passing 27. So you're kind of yeah. right.
2: When you're 27, it seems like you'll never turn 30. So I, we'll, we'll go with that.
0: Oh, I don't
2: know. Well, I thought was. Are, you, my are right. you ready
0: for
1: awkward uh, stories, fro tales on the podcast that is probably shouldn't tell on the podcast?
2: Well, let me tell you about my week first. Uh, okay. I did a lot of work this week, and then yesterday I woke up, and there was snow on the ground. <gasps> and I was like, oh, it's Christmas time. Ah. And then all the, snow, all the snow's gone today. But it was yeah. there for a brief while yesterday in the morning, so okay nice to wake up to
0: yeah i love that and you wake up and you open the curtains and it's like oh whoa oh, okay everything is different now
2: <laughs> right it was a light dusting but uh probably the only we'll get we've had a really warm winter already so yeah what about
1: you ahead, what the weather <laughs> yeah the
0: weather <laughs> i live in the uk how do you think it's been <laughs> raining no to be fair I'm quite, it's cold and rainy, but it's not been, it's quite cold, but not ridiculous. You know, it has been freezing at night, but it all sorts itself out in the daytime. But we've been looking at the um, weather and at the minute we've got lots of rain sort of all through the week. It's going to be really cold, really rainy, really grotty until the day of my party. And then it's going to be the warmest it's been in like two weeks and the rain's going to stop because it'll have all been rained out by then so we're thinking positive on the weather and then maybe snow like i never get snow near we never get snow this week ever over here it's always maybe just after christmas you might get new year's bit of snow might last a few Mm -hmm. days and then go away and
2: then february this year (laughs) in at least on the west coast of america it's been really uh mild it's really not gotten to freezing that many times and uh, yeah, it's been pretty nice to uh, at least working outside this week was pretty nice. It's been a short week since we did the show on Thursday, so yeah. So,
1: it's time for Fro to overshare on the podcast uh, as <laughs> you uh, usually do. Brace
2: um, yourselves?
1: Yes, because it's going to
2: be awkward. And uh, I'm starting when, a timer, then... so if you go too long. No, just kidding.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mark it. Might have to
2: cut it out. Uh, no, uh, but
1: all uh, jokes aside, uh, I I found something this week that made me uh, rethink who I am, um, and it's called SonicBox.com. And and what SonicBox is 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 more more or less it's. Uh, um, uh, paid uh, p- people uh, it's not a porn site like I, I, I have to cr- clarify that <laughs> like right away there are performers there singing uh, just like hosting uh, yeah uh, I've seen comedians there I've seen people that paint that they are there like yeah, it's it's a it's a place where people do their thing, more or less, and people can it's a like website pay
2: of some type for yes. uh, promoting yourself is what it sounds yes like. okay go ahead
1: yes so it's it's live YouTube and you can pay to be in private and things like that so it's okay. it, it it sounds
2: like porn but it's not.
0: Yeah, it sounds like people uh, could use it for those means if they so wished, but it
2: sounds right. not, I was that's say, not if what you it's going for. If you didn't mention porn at all, Fro, we wouldn't have got that except for the fact that you mentioned porn. So.
0: Well, and then well, it's the Fro saying is- it.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, if you would have just said that it was people uh, doing art and uh, doing music on a website, I would have never got- gotten porn from that. So <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> well, you <laughs> opened with that, but... All right, keep, uh, keep the, going. the
1: reason why I. Why is I this weird, am, bro?
2: Why is this weird? Yes,
1: that's why I opened this tweet saying this is not porn. Because I found something really sexual this week on this page. And uh, I found out that I get really turned on by whispering. Okay.
0: Yep. I wasn't
1: expecting so, that. No, uh, me neither. Uh, so I found a girl that likes to sit there and whisper, and that is all she does. So that has now become my favorite page on, on the internet altogether.
2: All I'm sure okay, I, 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 if you looked on YouTube, you could probably find the same thing. I'm sure it's a, a thing if it's out there for one person. I bet it's I bet it's out I've never heard of it, but I'm sure it's a fetish for other people, too.
0: Oh, I've oh, never yes. heard of it. Definitely. Oh yeah,
1: it is a fet- fetish for, uh, for, for for other people.
0: <laughs> everything is absolutely everything in the world. Somebody will somebody in the world will be turned on by.
1: Everything. Here, here, here is where I get a little confused, because like uh, like uh, Luke said, uh, there has to be to uh, be whisper porn. Yes, there is whisper out there, but uh, for me, it's it's more maybe the personal touch of it. So, for example, when she sees that I'm online and she whispers, "Hi, Fro," uh, that is uh, something different. If you catch my reactions.
0: Yeah. And, is it because it's and, like a sort of personal secret thing? Because it's whispering, so it's it's quieter. It's not announcing things. Sorry, uh, I don't want to whisper. Actually, I don't want. I don't want that reaction. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. I don't know what it is with whispering, but it, it, it like, I, I looked uh, on online for other, and, and there, this is a fetish for, for other people, and I'm glad that I'm not the only one in the world, because, I mean, I would feel more alone, and I'm not sure if it's a weird fetish, or, or, or I mean, I know people that get uh, super excited for feats, And me personally think that is more crazy than whispering.
0: Oh, yeah. There's people that get turned on by the sound of people blowing their nose. Really? Yeah. There was um, Graham Norton in his earlier years doing the Graham Norton show used to do a piece every week about weird fetishes and he'd find them online. It'd be videos of people doing stuff and he'd ring them and talk to them. And, you know, there'd be like hotlines to call this and I'll squeak a balloon down the phone to you and stuff like that. So I became aware of quite a few. There's a lot of weird ones and they were all TV friendly. So obviously there are weirder that you couldn't put out there.
1: So suddenly I didn't feel as weird as I should probably feel then.
0: Oh, yeah. I went to, um, there was a weekend in London. It was the London Fetish Weekend. I find it fascinating about the weird fetishes that people have. The, so right. me and my friends went. And um, this one guy, his thing was to be in nothing but a thong and a blindfold on an X frame. So he's tied up, stood up with his legs apart and arms
3: apart right.
0: with a little right. tag around his neck and a pot of pens by his foot. And the little tag says, ladies only, please write or draw on me. And that was his thing. You didn't have to talk to him <laughs> or anything. So we were just—me and my friend were just colouring him in, <laughs> having a chat, really? drinking, just yeah, just drawing. On. She did a little um, like bubble thing on his bum cheek and put parp in it, so it looked like he was farting. Uh, and I drew my
2: tattoos all over him.
1: <laughs> I feel more and more more or less weird the more we talk about Yeah, this.
2: no, whispering. is, I mean, that's not weird at all to me. That's uh, just akin to. Uh, say like a call sex phone line type you know what i mean so not really yeah, yeah.
0: and none of them shout
2: no kind of <laughs> you don't ring them. Sol- sultry voice probably even yeah. a little quiet so yeah Hello! Make sense to me <laughs> all right how is it going all right let's let's do some sexy
0: things shall we <laughs> it tends not to that. Well, i yeah. don't know i've never rang one of these lines to before i so. think good <laughs> it's brenda
1: Hello, Brenda! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, wow. We should, we should open up this line.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Now we're going to talk about something strange that has happened on our Facebook group that I discovered this week. And I'm not sure what I can do about it because I'm not sure what is the problem. Because we have a member on our Facebook page called Michael Fontaine. And he can I can't comment on his things that he posts on the Facebook group. And I can't push his uh, name. And I can't send uh, him uh, a message. Nothing.
0: Is
2: he set to really, 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 really private then? Uh, I can comment his stuff because I commented on one of his posts yesterday.
1: Luke Luke commented on Bro has not told
2: me about this yet. So uh, I'm generally the way facebook works is it probably is a privacy privacy setting between you and him so you're gonna have to yeah. talk to him about it, it has nothing yeah, to do with i can't page.
1: i can't hear hear me out i can't talk to him because when i push his name i can't push his name so michael can you please unblock me or something
2: thanks right okay um that was the point have you tried pming him I can't. Oh, I don't you, see you him even, online. Like you can't even uh, get locked. to his fa- his Facebook page, right? Okay. Right. Yeah, then you're definitely blocked.
0: Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's got his privacy set. So unless you're his friend, unless he adds you, you can't see anything.
2: That, could, that might so. be true as well. Yeah.
1: But I want to comment on his on his things on our Facebook group, and I don't especially. I uh, think that should be a problem so I'm asking him yeah. to just unblock me.
0: Come on, Mr. Fontaine talk to Fro. <laughs>
1: yeah. I promise I won't bite. Hard. <laughs> so let's let's uh, move on to the news of the week. Um UK. Yay. I we- I heard some rumors that you live there. To live?
0: I do and there's um, been a new legislation that's been drafted for a tax which normally boo oh no they've got a tax stuff meh, meh, meh. Uh, but it's on sugar well sugar's uh, sweetened drinks as in the ones where you get a can of coke and it's got you know a full bag of sugar in it and nothing else right. they will be um, right. increasing the tax on it which I've supported this since Jamie Oliver started talking about the sugar that children are well, have available to them so readily, it's not good for them. Their their cheapest option should be the healthiest. It should cost more for the unhealthy crap that's not going to do anything nutritionally for you. Right. So yay to this new sugar tax.
2: Yay. And I guess it's also going to be on sh- milkshakes or uh, probably no. pre-made. Uh, um. Or is that exempt. say? Oh, they'll be excluded. Okay.
0: Yeah. Pure fruit so, juices yeah, because, be exempt,
2: Luke, although you've advised not
0: to. You, so
1: well. you can't tax that because it brings all the boys to the
2: yard. Bar. Right, that's true. No, Saying
0: right. that it is the reason that they <laughs> haven't, or um, well, that they've made sugary milkshake and yogurt drinks and things exempt, is because the teenage children in the UK, teenage girls especially, aren't getting enough uh, calcium. So they're saying, right? If we get rid of the sugary milkshakes and things, that's going to get them less calcium because if all they're drinking is their sugary milkshake, you know, they've they've I said don't it know would be detrimental. If drinking
2: a milkshake is going to be advice from a doctor for you to get calcium. But I'm it's sure better right. than it's better than Coke if you're looking for
0: calcium content rather than a well, of yeah, Coke. Well, a milkshake. because
2: fizzy drinks actually deplete calcium in your body. Any kind of fizzy drink uh, will deplete calcium in your body. That uh, really? when they had. You see those like things, uh, fizzy things for uh, that you take to uh, get rid of indigestion. You put them in yeah. water, they fizz. And they always say calcium fortified on them is because they deplete calcium. So if they didn't put it back in there, it would it would just get rid of the calcium in your body. Oh, yeah.
0: So is it the the carbon that
2: does that? Because it's carbonated. Uh, yeah, I would assume so. The carbonation uh, so- mm. somehow it does it. Yeah. Crazy! Body, so. Oh shit! There's <laughs>
0: me drinking lemonade, sugar-free lemonade, constantly.
2: <laughs> uh, is this it, should is be it? good though. Uh, we have a tax here um, on beer in my state, and we get a lot of money for the state for uh, roads and other things like that, oh. uh, just from get it, paying More a few beers. extra cents when you a few extra cents when you buy a beer. So I know yeah. you have huge taxes on alcohol in Norway, bro. Right? <laughs>
1: Oh, you're talking about alcohol. I was thinking
0: we're talking about bears. As in guru
2: bears. Oh, as in bears.
0: Bear tax. Pay your bear tax.
2: (laughs) Uh, But yeah, apparently. um,
0: Yeah. Sorry, George Osborne is hoping the sugar tax will um, raise £520 million that can then be used Uh, for, well, our broken government. (laughs) That is money it is and um, you know i think it's coming from a good place this is these things should be more expensive it shouldn't be that cheap to buy something that has that amount of sugar and no
2: other yeah. nutritional content what did it say it said the amount uh to an extra uh, it says 6p on an extra can of so uh, extra can of coke or fanta that's what it yeah. says right so Really, this isn't going to keep people in any way from drinking as much soda as they do now. In no, my not at all. Yeah.
0: but but it people... is going to get a lot of
2: money for the for the government, exactly. Yeah, and do. it's coming from hopefully, the right good place. things with. <laughs> you never yeah. know what's going to happen with the money, but hopefully, it'll oh, go to God. Good, good straight use.
0: in their pockets. But the the idea is there, and maybe if all the corrupt people get overthrown, come on, let's have a revolution.
2: <laughs> Money's going straight to Estonia Alright, move on uh,
1: So Luke, you're uh, talking about our Facebook uh, group You posted one of the most beautiful pictures I've seen in a while It was such an uh, uh, image It was a powerful picture of a, uh, uh Indian kid Well, Native uh, American Native okay. American, yeah, not right. Indian, sorry
2: that can
1: be confusing because... Uh, yes, of it's the, good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so- sorry if I confused you. Um, but anyway, uh, she is nose to nose to this policeman. In uh, well, a police Yeah, settlement. as much
2: as she can be while he's got, like, a face shield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And uh, I-, I just love that picture. And uh, that is back to the North Dakota protests so what is happening there in north dakota well
2: from what i've heard they're still there uh the camp is still uh holding ground uh just to make sure that nothing changes but over the weekend uh i think starting thursday friday is the first time i saw people actually posting stuff of them actually starting to go but um over the last few weeks uh there's been a big organization by uh, some veteran groups and specifically uh, one lady and she got together some reports were 2,000, that was uh, mainstream media and I heard up to 7 to 10,000 U.S. military veterans from all branches of the service going to Standing Rock uh, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So they were Uh, basically there to stand in front of the protesters in between the protesters and the police uh, was the plan Uh, and then early this week um, the Army Corps of Engineers decided to deny the permit to go through the land uh, the Army Corps of Engineer land that they were, the oil company was planning on going through yay yay all in all a good ending um good i don't know if this would have ended up happening if those thousands of veterans had not gone there and really brought that attention i don't know if they would have been forced to do it as much you know what i mean yeah um, well
0: this is just an example of the, the people do have power and can if everybody comes together i know i sound like an old hippie but if everybody comes together and says hey no <laughs> and stands there, right ground.
2: The thing is, I saw a lot of interviews with uh, many of these veterans, and not all of them, but some of them that I saw, they were, you know, conservative Republicans. These are people, these weren't um, uh, liberal, hippie-type, we're going to go protest something. These were guys that were there, like, talking uh, oath-keeper-type conservatism, being like, we're here to protect the people from uh, foreign and domestic forces. Meaning they're there yeah. to protect from a foreign aggressor against people. So they these were people that were taking their oath to the military very seriously. That's what it came down to. Pretty interesting. Yeah. though it's kind of like the two sides coming together, which is strangely a lot of what I talked about hoping would happen uh, after the whole Donald Trump thing. And hopefully that's kind of what is happening.
1: It sounds like that.
2: Well, Wait, at least everybody's
1: for now. got a mutual enemy.
0: Yeah. It's like the aliens thing. Like Racism won't <laughs> stop until we've got aliens to hate.
2: Everybody's right, exactly. got yeah. Donald
0: Trump. You can funnel it that way.
2: Uh huh. Or you know, the monkeys take over the planet, but whatever. Woo. Planet of the Apes happens, and then oh, we, we can hate them. Yeah.
1: So, uh, I, I. Uh, read in a Norwegian newspaper this week that uh, Donald Trump uh called uh, our Prime Minister Ar- Arno Solberg back uh, after her just like lend- lending a message, congratulations with the election. Um, so there has been some Trump news in Norway, but um, more than that, uh. Norway wants to find out what Trump's policy is on Russia. And uh, I guess that's a good thing because he loves Russia, kind of.
2: Loves so Norway, he's... At least. he's at least said in the past that he would rather deal with them than fight them, fight is what them, it yeah. sounds like.
0: Yeah. But he, he says he's got Donald Trump lies, him.
2: everybody he lies about basically everything. What? So. <laughs> what? But he just this could says what he's told. <laughs> Go out uh, there and what? be a
0: dick. Okay.
2: I think he just says whatever pops into his head sometimes, and then it's sometimes what he's told by Alex Jones, but um, <laughs> it could affect the thing we talked about in the past with the 330 to 400 US Marines uh, right. going in January. That, that whole thing could be totally sidetracked if Let's say Trump went to Nor uh, talked to Norway and said, "No, we're not yeah. fighting them." F that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, whole I really hope... totally So.
1: Yeah, I really hope that's the case. To be honest, like the only thing good with uh, getting Trump elected is maybe this. Uh,
2: I saw I mean... an article that I didn't put in um, our news because I couldn't verify it well enough. It was. I only mm-hmm. saw two sources, and their sources I don't trust a hundred percent. But they did have pictures, uh, and they did have uh, they did have uh, sources that they cited. Uh, so, but uh, apparently, somewhere in England, they did some war games. Your military did uh, involving old Russian tanks to try to simulate a Russian invasion. That
0: <laughs> a- yeah, that sounds likely. They do like war game type training constantly. Right. There's, all, there's whole they, like villages that they have for doing it in. It's pretty cool seeing all that. It's like a ghost
2: town. The article said they took the tanks out of a museum to use them to try to simulate it. So well, if it was you've kind got of... one. Hey, I if you were so, a yeah. tank
0: and you were stuck in a museum, would you rather be sat being looked at and climbed <laughs> on by children or being driven? War games! Yeah! If I was a <laughs> tank. Yeah, if I were yeah. a tank, I'd tank it all about the place. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, think about that. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: uh,
1: so, uh, as listeners of this podcast maybe understand, uh, none of us are Afro-Americans. I mean, the most Afro-American here is Tilly, and she's really not that Afro-American. <laughs> that, okay.
0: That's How know. am I the most Afro-American? Surely Lucas. He's got half of okay. it, right?
1: <laughs>
2: okay. L- Lucas. Okay.
1: I, I am definitely not. Um,
2: I've but, never done uh, a DNA check on my background. But I'm assuming no,
1: no. Yeah. Uh, uh, and um, and uh, what was it? My dad said once one time. He he said something about being. Yeah, he said uh, he's colorblind, for uh, like in uh, like literally colorblind, mm. and he says. Uh, when he was voting for Obama, he's like he he, do- uh, he doesn't care because he's colorblind, and I found that kind of funny. <laughs> but, uh, sure. a- anyway, uh, back to Afro Americans. Uh, they had um, kind of a breakthrough with uh, the Mall of America. Tell us about that look?
2: I guess we could call it a breakthrough. I mean, I would call it uh, long overdue. Uh, probably
1: yeah but, um, one of those things well, that shouldn't that's be. why why i yeah why i call it a back that's why i call it break-
2: break- break. right it's just uh should this even be a big deal probably not should uh that's one of the reasons i put it in here i wanted to ask uh, should this even be such a uh should this be a thing that is even big enough in our culture at this point to it be news at all. I don't think it should really even be news. But I don't I think from...
1: We are talking about.
2: Right, I was about to go into it. Uh, yeah. But at the Mall of America, they got their first African-America Santa.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, I don't this guy... Yeah, think... uh, This no, guy, His I, name I... is
2: Larry Jefferson, and he's been... Yeah. He's actually worked uh, in the same department for the same mall since 1999. He's just been one of Santa's, Santa's helpers, and so he got promoted to Santa.
0: And I have to oh. say, he looks like a really cute Santa. You know, jolly, lovely. Yeah, right. He's so. I'd sit on it enough. I, mean, I, I want to go and see him.
1: Like <laughs> both Luke and Tilly knows me. Would you say I'm racist? No. Thanks, uh, but
0: I, I, I'm.
1: I actually don't really. I'm not sure. I like
2: this <laughs>
0: because of um, the how are you picture Santa. Yeah, and
2: Guess it, what? is it bro? Huh? do do Jesus, don't, was, Jesus don't. was black too. <laughs>
1: oh right, okay. What?
2: Sorry,
1: what Jesus you're was black too. I, I know that. I know that. I I, I like I I uh, and. Uh, 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 I remember a movie where I saw Jesus as black. I don't remember the name of the movie just right now, but but, uh, but this there, uh, there's, there, it's nothing like per, it's a little like this. Have you seen the musical Annie?
0: Yeah, I've not so, seen the remake though.
1: No, but would I think I don't think Annie should be played with uh, uh, of someone without red hair. That's just yeah. how I look at any.
2: Yeah, but you're just kind of pigeonholing something because that's the way you like it. So other yes. people may not like it that way. So, yeah, it's a personal opinion. I get it.
0: Yeah. yeah. But I've got to ask I'm sure yeah. there are many, there have been many black mall centers in the past, just not at Mall of
2: America. Surely. Yeah. not just uh, like,
0: oh my I God, somebody never... in America has.
2: I've never heard of th- this before. I've never seen it before, at least not in America. Um,
0: I'm sh- well, but maybe like very predominantly black. Oh, I'm beings, sure. Yeah, you uh, yeah. Know. You're
2: probably you're probably right. Uh, this
0: is, it's not a bizarre. But yeah, thing the I'm Mall Se-
2: of America is probably the reason this got any coverage at all. Exactly. But I saw oh. it on all different kinds of news. I saw it on CNN. I saw it on MSNBC. The article I specifically picked for us was a local news uh, to. That area, so yeah.
0: Has anybody done it from the point of view of? Oh my God, they've only just got their first. No, they're, they're like, it? oh,
2: aren't they so great for? Oh, so progressive. In- integrating <laughs> Santa, like. <laughs> oh, good God. Yeah, it's yeah, that, a little silly. That,
1: that feels a little late, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like I, like per- I, I personally don't mind it. Like I have nothing against. It's not like I am going outside and protest against it. I like, but my personal opinion, I wouldn't.
2: wouldn't. Right? Did you you saw the picture of this guy though, right, bro? You saw in the article. Yes. And he does. He looks like Santa.
0: Yeah, he looks like Santa. 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 He's got Santa's nose.
2: He's got the cheeks are really what makes it. To me, yeah.
0: So uh,
1: maybe it was a new chapter for the world.
0: A new chapter for Mall of America. <laughs> Go and <laughs> get Trun out of
1: the 50s. <laughs> 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 right. Welcome
2: to, to the 70s, Mall of America.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> Tron is going to talk about a new chapter
4: for the world. This is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. I'm back now, after a few weeks of um, absence. They come to a point that I couldn't make anything, say anything, write anything at all. But then again, it was Sunday, and election in Ostrich had been. They had the presidential election, if you don't know that. And it was a far-right-wing candidate who was near to win that election. He was high on the polls. And remember, this is the second election they had. They had also won in the spring, but there were so few votes matter, so it ended up, uh, they had to have a new election. Let me present you the numbers. In the spring election, there were about twenty to thirty thousand votes for the Green Party candidate over the nationalist candidate. In this election, they had again. Now it was three hundred thousand votes. That's ten times as many votes. And believe me, when it comes to right-wing politicians in Österreich, they don't have a very good story with that. Because you know right-wing people from right, how they do it. Not very well. So what do I think about that now? Yeah, I think about that because they learned something from your election in the United States. They learned that go out and vote is an important thing to do. And the outcome can be serious for all of us think about that next time because I'm going to keep on saying things for the next few weeks and months and years but you have to take the choice of doing something because this problem will not go away you can laugh you can make humor you can make songs the famous comedian Tom Lehrer song a song called the folk song army of all those people who sing beautiful songs and all about the right the revolution, you're gonna change the world. But they come up to doing something, they don't do it. You didn't do it during your election, you don't do in the midterm election, you don't do in the local election, and you're still nagging and I was angry and frustrated. Because you really you can hate the way power is gained. But power is gained in one thing, In that you do a lot of Boring work, politics often are a lot of boring work, and your will to spend time voting and working hard. Because it's the only way. The conservatives do that on every level, on every election. That's why they win all the time. Think about that the next time. If you want to let this shit going on, you do it. It's your country. But then we have to think about something else here in Europe. And it's not you leading the free world. This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Have a nice evening.
1: So that was Tron Tells the Truth. We have something. It's it's really, really weird. But tell me, guess what? What? We have an email address. It's it's so it's so strange that people maybe I, I don't think people know about this. I don't think we have said anything about our emails in the last 60 shows. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, our email is another digital citizen at gmail.com.
0: And or, as I say I, it,
1: another yeah, digital as,
0: citizen. I'll say it again another yeah. digital citizen at gmail.com. But I have a theory.
1: It doesn't work.
0: No. I oh. have a I have a theory. Um yeah. my neighbour which got his emails up on his phone, he's just got a new phone and like got the email app boxing. And yeah. if people on our Facebook group haven't disabled their Facebook from emailing them every time anything gets posted, they're getting spammed yeah. with another digital citizen, another digital citizen, another digital citizen. Uh... So I don't know if that might be turning people off. But if it is, guys, you can sort it out. You can go onto Facebook and change your settings and things. That's the guys how to, have to do it is.
2: because. I think it's it is? That email it is it's an ancient technology from the Mesopotamian era. <laughs>
0: so. Yeah. So just Facebook us, drop us a private message or something, or yeah. stick something on the wall, do whatever. Let us or, let us know stuff.
1: Well, you can block me, and I will tell you on 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 our podcast that you have blocked me, and I don't like it.
0: <laughs> yeah. There you go. that's uh, a good Shout out. <laughs>
1: yes. That's how he gets shut down. He may, yeah, so, he may
2: just have his settings set to uh, anybody who does who's not his friend, like Tilly said. So he might have I not have blocked that. you, but who knows? It, it, we'll see. A, Hopefully, we'll get something from him.
1: Yeah.
2: But uh, check out our Facebook uh,
1: page and you can see the picture that I was talking about. Talking about some TV now. Uh, and I'm going to start uh, for once. And um, uh, the reason why I'm going to start is because I am now have maybe seen more episodes of this than the person that has uh, recommended it. Because this week I saw a haul of 3% on,
2: from Netflix
0: all of three percent that's an interesting sentence
2: yeah right. that is an interesting sentence but yeah i get what you're saying Uh yeah i watched the rest of it uh this week as well but um holy,
1: good. holy shit what a good show yeah
2: uh did you try it all with uh out the subtitles with the uh because uh, no okay on uh netflix uh this is, one, this is one of the only shows I've ever seen them do this, but they had the option in the option settings. You could either do subtitles or you could do dub voiceover. So I tried oh, the voiceover for a little bit, but it still had the subtitles and they were so different. It was. It, it's pretty funny if people want to go try oh, that out. I did,
1: some- I did not do the dubbed version.
2: Yeah, no. I, I, watched, I watched most of it with the subtitles. It's much better that way. So,
1: Yeah. But uh, it was a really good show. I'm I'm I I'm uh, a little like surprised how good it was.
2: Yeah, very good. Uh, uh the young actress in it that I've never seen her in anything she's very good though.
1: Yeah. I loved her. Uh other than that I uh, started watching Kingdom. Uh that's called of, it's a uh series about this MMA uh, guy that's kind of Uh, a dirtbag and kind of also a good guy that's trying to keep his uh, uh, the MMA training office open. So I seen the first season of that and I kind of like it, but kind of don't. It's kind of, it's kind of weird because I, I I can I think it's the drama elements of it I don't like, but uh, the actors are really good. Like there there are some really stupid storylines in in that show, but I I I'm going to see season two, so it's it can't be that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watch a lot of shit. I know people say that. And I'm I'm a little uh, upset. Uh, people saying that all the time that I watch all shitty shows, but but I, I actually watch a lot of good shows as well. I I don't only watch Hannah Montana on repeats. So
2: don't no, you just watch everything, bad, don't for, you? Don't feel bad for your own eccentricity eccentricities, bro. F of other people and what they want want you to like. That's what Hell I yeah. <laughs> Oh. But this people week have... I watched. Uh, actually, I got caught. Oh, is that it, Fro? Or
1: no? No, I, w- I was just going to say. Well, people have told me this week. I'm, I'm kind of so.
2: Well, they're weird. Uh, uh I, I got caught up on a lot of stuff this week because uh, the holiday, the you know uh, Thanksgiving last week, and then I had work a and I had to travel, so I kind got, got backlogged on a few different shows. So I watched like uh, four episodes of Big Brother uh, over the top, got caught up on that, two episodes of Frequency, uh, four episodes of Timeless, and then three episodes of No Tomorrow. Uh, And then in between that, I kind of watched some uh, more of uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which it's getting a little more cookie cutter as the seasons go on, but I'm still enjoying it. Um, I'm really enjoying Timeless, though. That is a pretty good show.
1: Uh, I think Timeless is, is is one of the biggest surprises this, this uh, right. year. I,
2: at the beginning of them, uh, between Timeless and Frequency, the two kind of time travel shows, Yeah, I thought Frequency was going to be the better show. <laughs> yeah, and towards too. the end of the seasons, it's starting to switch. But we got a couple more episodes till the finale. We will see what happens on that.
1: So. Yeah, Frequency was really, really good in the beginning. And uh, then... Uh,
2: I feel yeah. like we're gonna get a really good cliffhanger at the end of it though, and so that could make up for this kind of slow part right here in the middle. We'll see. So
1: Do you think she's going to get her sister back as a cliffhanger?
2: Uh mm, I so I think something like that is gonna happen. It could be yeah. like in a different vein. Maybe she'll get her back, but she'll be like Some, in a coma. someone else. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking, a coma maybe. Yeah, That would be cool of them.
2: Yeah, or yeah, she could I, be like, I don't know, she could be a uh, Kim Kardashian. That would be a good twist. That's never gonna happen, but that would be funny.
1: If you want to see a, a show about time travel that, makes no sense when it comes to your time travel, that is a really good show. Oh, it
2: it
0: makes no sense. Stupid.
2: Yeah, it what, makes. Yeah. Well, there's no time travel involved, so it's they talk well, through time. Yeah.
1: Well, it's there are things that that changes there that shouldn't be changed and things like that, so but it's it can oh, yeah, be but some then you're, work-
2: you're starting to get into like the butterfly effect and like all that yes, whole concept yes. and yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know. So
0: Yes. I am... Um, well I started watching the latest episode of Brainwashing Stacey with Stacey Dooley uh, this one. week about big game hunters. Yep. But I got not even a couple of minutes in and I had to turn it off because I saw a young boy shooting with a bow and arrow, shooting a bear yep. and it just, I, it made me cry and I had to turn it off and I can't, there's, normally I can watch any kind of documentary. But this one, I just couldn't. I'd have to be in a really strong place, I think, to watch it.
1: I saw the whole thing. Don't watch it.
0: Okay. I thought I was if wise you, not to. I just. If
1: if you think that was bad, don't watch it.
0: Yeah. No. Oh, I'm yeah. much. I'm much more about the kind of programs where they find an animal that's been shot with a arrow. They find it alive and save it and get it back to the wild, not the other way around. So to cheer myself up. Um, I noticed that Williams and Friend has got the new episode out, and this time it's David Williams with Harry Enfield. Ooh. Who I don't know if you guys are aware of him, yeah. he's a uh, British comedian, does a lot of impressions,
1: but not I like cheesy
0: him. impressions. He's just hilarious. He does his own characters, and then as he's got older, him and his mate Paul Whitehouse have done lots of things where they uh, take the Mickey out of current television and things but this is um david walliams from little britain and harry enfield from everything sketches and it's hilarious harry enfield as the queen is just the best they do a who does one think one is you know who do you think you are where you go back and look at all your Mm -hmm. family generations back and yet they do that but with the queen so well actually in in your in your family you know you're related to um you had your great grandmother Victoria and oh oh what, what did she do? Well she was the queen. Oh really? Oh, oh we had royalty in the family. Oh I had no one oh, had no idea. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> oh that sounds really fun. It's it's good. It's on the BBC iPlayer.
1: player. So uh now to our main topic, and I have no clue why you picked this, stella Uh <laughs> You should tell the listeners, why have you picked things that turned 30? Isn't
0: because it? I I turned 30 on the 11th of December no. this year. I'm going to be three decades old. What? I still I get asked for no ID, though. <laughs> Everybody should know in the world. I'm turning 30. I'm still alive. <laughs> I haven't got any children. I'm happily in a relationship. I've not been divorced or anything. Of well, I feel quite proud of myself.
1: <laughs> well, I have a funny little story about Tilly. Uh, when uh, Tilly was born, uh, she was uh, really uh, uh, pretty, and I know this because uh, do you know who I talked to this week?
0: Have you been talking to my mum
1: and dad? Yes,
0: and dad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And uh, and uh, and uh, people were actually uh, visiting you uh, because you were so pretty.
0: Yeah. Well, this was it was yeah. only a small little maternity unit. It wasn't like a massive hospital. My mum had refused to go into the massive hospitals because she'd had bad experiences with when she had my brother and sister. So she locked herself in the oh. bathroom, and they sent her to this little, little tiny little maternity unit. So, so, it wasn't I like it was
1: a, millions, but... I have a story here that's kind of funny. We took uh, Tilly to Disney World, Florida, and uh, your father took you on uh, the cup and saucer ride. <laughs> do you remember this story?
0: I do remember it. I remember the day. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, and you make the cup, you sit in spin uh, as the ride turns, and he started to spin, and you start uh, laughing the faster it went, and the more, more, more fast it went, the more you laughed. So everything was really great until uh, your father tried to uh, get up off the cup and he was so dizzy that he couldn't stand
0: <laughs> i had to and help him get out
1: until it helps him so <laughs> much amusement of people like around you <laughs> and watching like like uh, uh, uh people uh, were so amused that that uh, that uh, that uh, they started laughing i also yeah, have a good day <laughs> yeah I also uh, have, a, have a story from your mom that you had a great connection with music and your mood was differently affected by the music you heard. Definitely. And, and once you burst into tears because a sad song was played and shared up as soon as a happy tune come, came along, and yeah, but we're still as, the same. <laughs> yeah, as a young teenager, uh, you took up dance classes, and you and won won the competition in dancing the first month. Yeah. Wow. They
0: um, they put me in the show as well. I just started, and um, I really wanted to be in the show, but obviously the girls have been working on the dance for, and boys have been working on the yeah. dance for a long time. And uh, the teacher told me if I could learn the dance by the next um, lesson, then she'd put me in. But if I couldn't, she wouldn't. And I learned. I took a, that week, and my friends that had been dancing forever that got me into it. Um, her and my other friend that was in the dance class went through it and taught me how, taught me the dance. And then I went home and practiced and practiced and practiced. Got into dance class, showed her, and she put me in the um, show that weekend.
1: And when you were three years old, you had an a u- unusual way to getting to sleep. And you're not going to believe this, look. She would rest her cheek on her hands and sing a lullaby in French.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe they told you that. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd lie down like you? a little, you know, like stereotypical... Put your hands together. Put your cheek on your hands, and then right. I'd sing "Frère Jacques."
1: Yeah, <laughs> that is super cute. So, thank you uh, both to Morgan and Sue for giving me that information and not telling you because I told them not to tell you.
0: Yeah, thanks, mum and dad. That's yep. uh, been a bit of a, a bit of a surprise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Luke, what else is started this year?
2: I guess I'll start. Um, where, I've got a whole bunch of good ones, so it's hard to pick one for my first one. Uh, let's go with The Simpsons. Matt Gronin created The Simpsons in 1986. <gasps> oh. I I didn't know that. How did I not get that one? Yep. Uh, he that's when he says he first drew his first character. So it's undetermined the act the exact date, but it was in 1986.
0: So ah, amazing.
1: I have some some Norwegian people that has been born the same year as you. And I'm going to uh, 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 make you understand how important they are for Norwegian culture.
3: Okay. Uh,
1: the 6th of January, we have uh, Peter Nortug. And he's a Norwegian cross-country skier. He's really important because we love cross, uh, cross-country, of course. Ridiculous. We have... Uh, Yes, we have Maria Mena, uh, and she is a Norwegian artist, big in Norway. We have uh, Susan Sundefør, that is a Norwegian artist. We have Alexander Rybak, that was uh, the one that won the Eurovision for Norway. He is 30 years old. Uh, we have Stella Mengawi, uh, that is a Norwegian singer, uh We have Thomas Morgenstein, that is an Australian ski jumper. Emmy Rosen, that is an actor from the USA. But do you know who had uh, the 28th of March, was 30 this year? Lady Gaga.
0: Yay! I had her on my list. I had no idea that I was the same age as Lady Gaga. I hadn't a clue. I do love her, though. I totally I just want to want go out to? for drinks with her. Just, you know, come on, we go over to this little <laughs> cocktail place I know, or just down the local pub, sod it, let's go. You can get on the jukebox. Got karaoke.
1: <laughs> what, what do you have that is turning 30?
0: Well, I have some people, but I think I might do them next, because the thing I found most interesting, which I had no idea, the 3D printer. The mm. first thing that was ever 3D printed was done in 1986. That is used by
2: optometrists.
0: I couldn't mm. quite remember. It was 30 years of 3D printing and I only found out about it like two years ago. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. It was probably much much less advanced than it is now, but yeah.
0: Oh That's yeah, it just, it just made a cup.
2: I saw that too and I was kind of like, wow, that is a long time ago.
0: It's crazy.
2: What else can they do
0: now? Oh, conspiracies, conspiracies.
2: <laughs> Holograms.
0: They're all holograms. We're all holograms.
2: What
1: else do you have, Luke?
2: Um i yeah, I guess uh okay. Fro kind of did his did five already, but uh <laughs> let's I guess I'll do my people then we'll get those out of the way. Uh SoCal Val from TNA is thirty, March twenty seventh. Uh Mary Kate and Ashley Olson, the Olson twins.
0: Right there,
2: 1986, 13th of June. Uh, Us- Usain Bolt, the Olympian uh, runner.
0: My list's getting a lot shorter.
2: Oh, and Lacey von Eric Wow, who's that? The daughter yeah. of the von Erichs. She was in oh, TNA was for like a minutes, minute. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. right,
0: okay.
1: Okay. You want to go go through some names to it before I? Pick yeah, them well, I'll
0: do. I'll do my people that I found. Lindsay Lohan. She's the same age as me. Um, Kit Harrington and Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. They're both 30. Mm. Uh, Megan Fox, Shia Booth, and Robert Pattinson are all 30 too.
1: Mm. But what I think is one of the most interesting is the 28th of January we had uh, the American uh, uh, space uh, rocket Challenger exploding. Yeah, yeah. Right after shooting up in there, A lot of people were killed, or or all the people on 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 Challenger were killed instantly.
2: So all that debris that's left in the ocean turned 30. Is what you're saying? Yep. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Too soon. Less, too uh, soon. Maybe. Too soon. Maybe. 30 years too soon? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and uh, there was a big explosion in Chernobyl.
0: There was. I have a story about my uh, pregnant mum to do with Chernobyl. Oh, please, Cause she, please tell. Well, because obviously when it happened, there's radiation everywhere. You don't know what, what's safe, what crops were safe or anything like that. And as she was pregnant with me, she didn't want to risk anything. So she went and bought loads of, you know, like the juice cartons that are Tetra Pak with the silver foil stuff on the inside she went and got loads and loads of those that were all produced before the explosion so she knew that they were safe and she drank loads and loads of apple juice and orange juice which is why i'm allergic to apples and oranges now um she also went out and she didn't have fresh food she'd get loads of tins and she'd always make sure that they were all produced and packaged before that so she knew they were safe see she's always loved me i love my mummy (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, I have some uh, groups that gave their album out th- that year.
2: Is that okay? Oh, let's do some. Let's do some other. Well, uh, you just went, so it, I think it's Tilly's turn actually. But uh, I didn't went. Uh, you just said uh, the uh, Challenger cr- crash. That was the last oh, one you did. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Tilly. You go.
0: Um, another thing I found quite interesting when I when it came up. Um, was that the Intel 386 microprocessor was mm. developed and made in 1986, yeah. which is the building block for all stuff that came later. All of the it's like the Intel Pentium Core processor, blah 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 blah, blah, blah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's sort of like the block for that i liked that i i blah that. I was made when computers started being able to do stuff
2: <laughs> I have an interesting one that kind of goes with that the uh, first PC virus, it was called Brain was uh, put out and created in 1986 January
0: Brain. oh, they should have called it Brian
2: <laughs> I think that probably would have given away who made it they're, they're like, you named it after yourself? that was not a great plan
0: <laughs> I don't know not if it was Jeff that made it <laughs>
1: So I have some albums by people and uh, that be, you may know. Uh, Superchamp came out with their uh, album Otterberg Graphic. Alice Cooper with uh what does it say? Cone rider? Okay. Is it easy with who made who? Uh the speeds? With The Queen is Dead. Uh, Paul Simon came out with Graceland, a really good album, by the way. And Metallica came with Master of Puppets. Uh,
2: Yeah, I I knew that one, yeah.
0: yeah. And Bon Jovi, Slippery When Wet, and Madonna with True Blue.
1: Yeah.
0: There are another two that came out. We had the Slippery When Wet tour video. I remember running around to it.
1: I mean, how 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 important was it for you that the Norwegian band Vasselina Nabilopagus came out with their uh, album "Music Tell Arbe"?
2: Extremely important. important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love. Totally. It, it Driving life... in an elevator all the time back in the eighties. So yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's in every restaurant, huh? just you know,
1: like no joke. That is actually the name of things. When you, when you hear me talk Norwegian, what, what does it sound like? I, I've always been curious about that. It sounds,
0: it sounds like, like you're like talking Norwegian.
2: Norwegian. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not like it sounds gibberish. Russian, or it doesn't sound German. It sounds Norwegian.
1: No. Okay, so it sounds gibberish?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Well, some things you can sort of, there's some things that are close to English. Yeah,
2: that's what I thought, too, and then you start getting into it, and you can't find where the download button is, because the thing that looks like it should be the download button <laughs> isn't the download button. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: getting
2: come back on. to things that turn 30, uh... Tell, Legends tell of Zelda. Story.
0: <laughs> yes, Legends of Zelda on NES.
2: Uh, on the yeah. NES, turned out, it came out in 86, uh, and Pixar Animation Studio opened in 1986.
0: Yay, wow. Pixar! So they opened in 1986, Pixar. and I went to see Toy Story at the cinema for my birthday. That's weird. Not for my first birthday. Oh, I was just
1: going to say, <laughs> I hope that wasn't in No, it was
0: 97, I think, Toy Story. I believe it was timeless, my birthday then. Apparently.
1: <laughs> so, do you know who won the Peace Prize the year you were born? Oh, no, I don't. Ellie Wessel. Do you have any clue who this is?
0: No clue at all.
1: Okay. Uh, This is uh, according to Wikipedia, because I didn't know to be completely right with you. He was um, uh, gotten the Peace Prize uh, for his um, fighting against uh, uh, the powers uh, that was in Outswitch, under World, oh. World War II, so that's why we don't, yeah.
2: Seems like <laughs> they waited a little while to give that one out. Um, all right. Yeah. Do you want
0: to know um, what the charts were doing? Who was in the charts?
1: Oh, please tell me.
0: All right. It was a Thursday. I know that much. Um, the number one in the USA was a song called The Way It Is by Bruce Hornsby. Mm. which I've never, ever heard of. Him. I don't know if either of you guys, him or the song, nope. but then number two was The Bangles Walk Like an Egyptian. So, ah. Yeah,
2: I've heard of know, both of those, yeah. I
0: know that one. And uh, the number one in UK, which I love, I've known this for a while, and when I found it out, I just kept on to that little nugget of information. The number one on the day that I was born was Europe with the final countdown do-do-do. I enjoy that.
2: Yeah, I just have a few, a few more. I guess we'll just kind of wrap this up. But uh, short circuit, well, the movie came out, <gasps> uh, 1986, okay. May ninth, 86. Yeah, it was a good movie. Uh, and then I guess my last one that's not really, it didn't really turn 30, so I kind of put it way down on the bottom of my list. But Aron Contra happened uh, 85 to 87. So eighty six was right there. That's all when all that was happening. So,
0: ah. and um, the South Africans censored the press on my birthday as well. South Africa censored <laughs> the press. a bit of a, a. There was a lot of other downsides and down things. Oh, and on the eleventh of December in nineteen ninety, so a few years later, Ivana Trump filed for divorce from Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. I love when we can talk about things that actually have something to do with this year. Yeah. Yeah, so from me, I want to wish you a good happy birthday on Sunday.
0: Thank you very much.
1: And I, 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 I really hope that you will make good things in that fucking oven because, I mean... I I never never imagined when uh, uh we we started talking about this oven that there would be so fucking much uh to do around it there, yeah. there uh, it's been the curse of the oven
0: I might as well have just built one <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the amount of time it's taken and money that's gone from here to there, then back again and up and down. And oh oh my God! Just give me a bloody oven and let me bake a cake.
1: Yeah, it's 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 quite genius how how they trolled us.
0: Totally, but yeah. oh well. Screw you, Argos.
1: <laughs> yeah. Talking about that, but uh, anyway, uh, happy birthday and. And I know that next week we will uh, talk about how fun it was if you remember anything <laughs> at all.
0: <laughs> Knowing all my I- other birthdays, I'll be home by like 11. <laughs>
1: I, have, I have a strange feeling that Billy won't remember a fucking thing.
0: No, but I do have my friend Neil coming, and he's a really good photographer. So I've asked oh. him if he can sort of document everything. I <laughs> get lots of lovely pictures of us all. So I've got one of my friends oh. has bought a ball gal.
2: Make sure he uh, covers the end of the night. The beginning maybe not so important. The end of the night, I'd probably.
0: <laughs> well, i only select photos from the end, though. I don't necessarily want to at all.
2: <laughs> well, if he's, a <laughs> good, if he's a good photographer, he'll know what to shoot.
0: Yeah. He's he's done a lot of um, the parties of friends and things. He, he comes along. He'll come and get drunk, still party and everything. But he gets really good photos while he's doing it. Cool. Please
1: don't take any Britney Spears pictures of Tilly. I don't need to see that.
0: Britney Spears pictures?
1: Yeah. Like I don't I'll, know what that, that is,
0: but uh, I'll leave. When, when
1: she comes out of, uh, of a car, for example.
0: Ah, yeah, there won't be any of that. I've got like Good. four pairs of underpants to wear. I've even got a pair of oh, over pants.
2: Okay. I was like, what is he talking about? Britney Spears photos. I, was like, yeah. that is- well, I,
0: I am wearing a dress, but I definitely have. I bought some pants that are the same color as my dress, and they say 1986 on the bum. <laughs> so I've got those. If I fall over, that's all people will see. They'll go over my tights. So you'll just get big turquoise bum and 1986. <laughs> Plan for everything.
1: Yep. A good year. So Luke, we decided to uh, split up the Westworld review of this episode because this is a fucking long episode.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, a normal episode's about fifty-five minutes uh, around there, and this was an hour and a half. So if we split it up, that's still forty-five minute, uh, at, you know, two 45 minute segments. So we're really not cutting off that much time. But uh, I, I tried to take pretty. For- for
1: listeners that are listening this is going to
2: be uh, probably our longest show. <laughs> yeah, if you get to the end of this we we love you and it's amazing and I'm going to love editing the show together. Um but yeah, this is the longest uh, episode so far. I kind of think I um, I don't know if you guys noticed any of this but I think they added a half an hour to this show. Yeah. I think this was originally an hour episode and then they realized they were going to have a season 2 and they needed to put some storyline stuff in there so they added some scenes to add a half an hour to the show because generally are... good two- generally yeah. if you were gonna do a two-part episode it would be two hours long right Yeah. it was an hour and a half that seems a lot uh, there are
1: things in this episode where I was thinking oh my gosh they are so panthering to this
2: right well <laughs> hopefully we can point those out or if you see any or if you remember any at the time for mention them I'd I'll try to as well, but uh, yeah, this is episode
1: uh, 10. Yeah, I I was just going to ask, before we we begin, uh, I I just want to say that we are going to spoil uh, everything. So, if you haven't seen this episode, go and see it, because we are going to talk about theories about Season 2. We are going to spoil every single thing about Westworld. So, if you haven't seen Westworld it already well, happened. It stuff. happened
2: on Sunday, and everybody knows that it's Westworld. It's basically out there in the ether now on, on the internet that yep. don't spoil yeah. Westworld. Uh, so, but we're talking about it. It's Wednesday. It's already happened. Uh, if you are if you keep listening, it's not like we haven't spoiled it already, Fro. That also. yeah. So, <laughs> yep. um, no, you
0: can always just fast forward, guys, if you've not watched it, because it will spoil it for you. Just fast forward a bit.
2: Or this great thing—it's a podcast. You can pause it, go watch yeah. it, and you come back to the podcast and keep listening. All right. Yeah, so Let's get into episode ten. Uh, it's called the bicameral. camera Sorry, the bicameral mind. Um, this was the highest rated show yet. Uh, out of all the episodes, this was actually had a quarter million extra people than the high next highest rated episode.
1: That uh, is a lot.
2: That makes
0: sense, though, if everybody's caught up online and then watch the finale.
2: Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, this got 2.2 and a quarter million people watching this episode, where the other highest rated one was uh, about a two. So, So we get our intro. Uh, We uh, go into our first scene, which is in the lab. And uh, this is Arnold, and he's building original Dolores. And this
3: bit. Dolores yeah, is waking too.
2: up for, for the very first time, um, and we get that this whole scene, which it's kind of just uh, pulling off of last time where we saw Arnold uh, having seeing his first memory. So now we're seeing Dolores's. So that's kind of where that's pulling from. Uh, we go to Escalante, which, if you remember, is the town with the church, and Dolores. Uh, Dolores is shaving the Man in Black's neck with a knife. This is very strange, but we know that he kind of can control and make them do whatever he wants, I guess. Um, but I thought this was an interesting scene because it's showing how she can't she can't kill him even if she wanted to, even if she even though she has a knife to his throat, right? Yeah. So the Man in Black talks about uh, Dolores helping him find the center of the maze. Uh, and as he's talking about this, Dolores kind of goes into a flash, and she sees Arnold uh, in in her flash, uh, walking towards the church. So she walks after him, and the Man in Black's kind of like, "What the hell is going on?" But all right, I'll just follow you. So they Half follow, shaved. They, right, he's got uh, the shaving cream all over his face still. Uh, next we go back w- with William and Logan, and William now has Logan like tied up. Uh, by the hands, and just kind of just uh, pulling him along behind his horse, eh, kind of like he was a prisoner in a way. And William is, how, uh, yeah. Go ahead. No, I I
1: just love how how much like William has has turned from this like pretty little like scared kid in the beginning of this season to like now, like oh like oh. No all tough and, and even like giving uh, his friend so much hassle
2: right uh, well yeah, yeah his, bro- his brother in law I don't know if we're going to call him friends but uh, well they do yeah. mention He's it later concundent. in the episode that uh, uh, they, he says uh, he didn't have anything to fight for before and now he does talking about Dolores so that's kind of why he made the transition you're talking about so yeah uh, but uh, William is obviously still looking for Dolores because that's where they left. They left the Confederado camp last episode. Uh, and William and Logan ride into Lawrence's gang's camp. I'm not really sure how he knew that Lawrence was here uh, at all, but he does. Uh, and we go, we kind of get, a. St- it starts anew again, kind of, because Teddy's back on the train and Teddy's at the beginning of his loop again on the train and he walks into town, like he normally does. And then he hears Arnold say, remember. And he does a flash uh, to the town, and it's uh, the town is just full of dead people. Kind of like how Dolores has seen before. And he turns around towards the train, and he sees Dolores, and he sees a wolf run by. Which we've seen this wolf in one of Dolores' flashes.
3: Yeah. But
2: this wolf... Really doesn't come up in storyline at all. I think it's just there for aesthetic. But we've seen it a couple times. Maybe they were like, "Oh, we got a wolf. Let's use it again. We've got it. Yeah. You know, we paid for it already." <laughs> so Did Teddy they is a. Pay they don't have to pay it, Luke. It's mechanical. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry, it's a robot. Robot wolf. Um, Teddy kind of uh, is. He's in this flashback uh, or flash, I guess we'll call it, and. Teddy gets snapped out of it by the big redheaded guy who he normally bumps into on his um, normal loop. And when he gets bumped out of it, he just pulls his gun and shoots the redhead guy. And everybody's kind of freaked out by this. And Teddy uh, runs back towards where Dolores was, gets back on the train. Uh, and we're, I'm assuming, uh, well, he yells Dolores. And then, so we assume he's coming to, he's going to find Dolores. And he thinks that Dolores is leading him in his visions is what it seems like back at escalante dolores walks uh to the church she's kind of like a zombie uh walking towards the church and uh, but we know in her memory she's following arnold and the man in black is following her of course and we get a dolores uh costume change here where she goes from the uh, uh i want to say jeans and t-shirt but it's really more like uh Jean
0: cowgirl
2: and, wear, ca- yeah, her cowgirl wear, I guess. Uh, and she goes to the dress, the purple dress, so we know we're in the past. And Dolores finds Arnold in the church and tells him, uh, "I know where your maze ends." And she walks outside to show him, and we get another closing clothing change as she uh, walks into the graveyard right outside the church, and. Dolores, uh, the man in black wants to know what the, hell's, what the hell she's doing, and Dolores says, the maze ends in a place I've never been. So d- even Dolores still can't figure out where the end of the maze is. And Dolores goes through the graveyard, and she finds uh, her own grave. So it's a gravestone with her name on it.
0: Is that what it was? I couldn't see?
2: I couldn't mm-hmm. read right. the name yeah. on it.
0: I, I sort of assumed it'd be her or somebody she knew, or something. <laughs>
2: You and the I think it's interesting. That, uh, I like that they kind of uh, did this. But do you guys know why all the uh, gravestones have a bell with a rope on them in Yes, uh, west yeah. yeah. did know that. Okay, yeah.
0: The people at uh,
2: might not. Oh, right. That's a good point. Um, in, in the old West, uh, I guess in even before that, uh, people uh, we science hadn't advanced enough that people would know maybe the difference between somebody who had actually died and somebody who had just it seemed like they had died people didn't know to check a pulse people didn't know that kind of stuff so somebody maybe get buried alive and that bell was there so that if they woke up in a grave that they could ring the bell I think uh, it's a good uh, attention to detail by the uh, set designers so oh yeah definitely I was hoping we'd get something out of it in this season, but maybe we'll get it next season. Because uh, they okay. pointed, or, and they don't point it out, but it's in like every graveyard, so I think that's kind of cool. Uh, we saw it outside of uh, Pariah as well on all the gravestones. Um. So where were we? She walks outside to the graveyard, uh, and Dolores finds her own grave, and she digs up a box that's like, mm, it's not really that deep. It's kind of just right on under the surface of the dirt. She opens up this box, and inside of it is a toy maze. And we get another clothing change here. Uh, so we go back to um, the, the dress, and Arnold explains to Dolores uh, why he sent her on the journey to find the maze. And Dolor, uh, Arnold says that they have to tell Ford that the park can't open because she's alive. And he's proved it because he sent her on this mission. Uh, uh, And we get another clothing change. So we go back to the man in black and he wants to know uh, what the hell this toy is all about. Like, what is Is this a joke? Uh, He basically thinks it's another riddle from Ford. And Dolores says to him that she solved it once and Arnold told her it would set her free, which we've seen before. And right here, we get a flashback uh, where young Ford goes into Arnold's office, which we've seen before. And we go into Arnold's office and Dolores and Arnold... I kind of took this young Ford going into Arnold's office kind of in the same way, because we've seen that same scene when she flashes before. I kind of yeah. took it like Bernard, Bernard's son. How that's kind of her his default, mm. you know what I mean? Every time mm-hmm. he goes into his memories. Um, Dolores and Arnold... Uh, Talk in Arnold's office uh, The place we've seen them before Which we get a name for it later But it's the place they have their secret talks Uh, Arnold wants uh, Dolores to kill all the other hosts uh, To keep Ford from Taking over the park And opening it up Uh, And Arnold Gives her a gun and says uh, You need to find Teddy Teddy will always help you because basically He's programmed to help you That's what he's here for Uh, Mm And and Dolores sees the gun oh she she's herself shooting the gun which we've seen that before uh when she was in one of her flashbacks seeing herself shooting people and uh the gun that Arnold's giving her in the past obviously this is the gun from episode 2 that she found underneath the tree uh, that was that she put in her sock drawer if you remember that yeah so back with the man in black and Dolores. So we're flashing, you know, forward again. Man in black wants to... He's still kind of... She's been flashing in and out of consciousness, basically. So he still wants to know what the hell this maze means. Uh, what the hell is going on. And... He, he thinks that he needs to find Wyatt. Because that's the only person he has to talk to uh, in all of Westworld. And Dolores is basically freaking out at this point. Because she's seen... She knows that Arnold uh, told her to kill all those people. And she's had these flashes of her killing all these people. And now she's realizing, oh, my God, I killed all those people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's just freaking out. So the man in black smacks her smacks her around. You know what I mean? Starts to rough her up to try to get her to answer his questions.
0: It's always the way to calm a woman down, isn't it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. But this causes her to just go into another flashback. Uh with Dolores and Teddy now, and it's more of it's a longer scene of them and Escalante killing all the hosts for Arnold. <clears throat> and Teddy says, I, Something's gone wrong, Dolores. I don't know why we're doing this. And Dolores is kind of mm, stone faced. She just looks like a, no emotion at all whatsoever, which is very well done. So we go back, flash forward again. Man in Black says he owns a. Uh, he owns a majority share in Westworld. So he owns Westworld, he says. And he owns her. And Dolores says that her true love will find her. And when he <laughs> does, he'll kill the man in black. I just love and this. I, <clears throat> and I wrote down, is she talking about Teddy or is she talking about William? Hmm? <clears throat> so we go back to William and Lawrence. And Lawrence takes William to uh, another I guess it's a different um, Confederado camp, right? Either that or they've it just has. moved and they reset yeah. up camp. We're not really yeah. sure. Because yeah. in the scene, they don't even really say it's a Confederado camp. The only way you find you would know, know it is from the later scene, right? Right. So Lawrence says uh, oh go ahead. So I was gonna
0: say are not any of them in the the outfit, the uniform thing.
2: Well, this is where they're on the cliff, way above the camp You can't even really see any of the people far away. Right, yeah And Lawrence says to him that uh, If anybody knows where Dolores is uh, These guys will Because they were the people that were chasing her Obviously in the last episode uh, Before she flashed Uh, And Logan's like, oh, that's a great idea Go down there and take on 60 guys With the two of (laughs) them William just punches him in the face And tells him to shut up Uh, So we go to the train station Which we've seen in the past um, I think in episode 2 with William And Lee is talking to Charlotte uh, About getting Ford's job When Ford gets fired Because somehow he found out about that I guess probably because He just kind of assumed it Because of Charlotte trying to get the information Out of the park with the Abernathy father I guess mm-hmm. that he's kind of deducted it. So behind them, uh, on the wall, it says "Welcome Delos Board," like really in really big letters on the little uh, on the giant screen. So we know that uh, they're waiting in the trade station for the board to show up. And Charlotte uh, just wants Lee to get the info out of the park and not worry about that now because uh, he needs to do this first before he he can even worry about getting somebody else's job. And Charlotte kind of greets the board. Uh, we don't really get too much of it, but we just see her walking up to them. So now, back at the body shop, which we haven't been to this episode, but Maeve uh, wakes up uh, in the body shop with Felix, and she adjusts uh, Hector's settings, because obviously the two of them died together, and they have just came back to the body shop together. And we find out that Armistice is also there, and she also adjusts Armistice's settings. So, she's kind of got her crew now. Uh, Maeve does. Uh, we go to Ford's office. Her, yeah, I guess her posse. Uh, <laughs> and Charlotte tells Ford the board wants him gone after he reveals uh, his new story. So, Charlotte's letting the cat out of the bag here. And Ford asks, uh, what if I smash all my toys and go home? Aren't you worried about that? <laughs> and Charlotte basically says, I, I know... You better than you know yourself. Uh, you're not gonna, you know, you spent your whole life doing this. You're not gonna go smashing up all your life's work, basically.
1: And here I was thinking, oh my god, uh, Charlotte has to be non-human. I I have had a theory of her not being human since she showed up, more or less, because she's so freaking young.
2: Right. That's yeah. What I she's said, so. Uh, when so in tune with everything going on. I said that the first episode, I don't know if you were here or not for that one cuz you weren't here for a couple re- reviews but I had right. pointed out that this is the lady who's running all this uh yeah. and look how old the man in black is. I think she uh in earlier episodes Ford said that they basically have the technology to make people live forever. So I don't think right. that I think she's a robot but she has a human mind. Right. She doesn't have a mind like the hosts do that can be controlled. I agree. She has a yeah. host body that has a human mind. So yes, um, I agree. That so that she can live forever. But I agree with you, Fro. Right. Totally. We just haven't. We didn't. We still don't know uh, by the end of this. So.
1: Oh no! Oh no! 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 But I, I, I was thinking that, and I, I kind of feel there was proof of it this episode. Kind of.
2: All right, you'll have to point What's, it out when we get there. Yeah, it's really,
1: really much later.
2: Okay. Um, I know we get proof of somebody else uh, way at the end of the episode of being a host, <laughs> yes, but we'll talk about I that. Uh, body, sh- We go to the body shop, and Hector and Armistice are being worked on. And this is the first scene that I thought they added to make this 30 minutes. This yep. scene, right here. Because if you cut this scene out of the uh, show, it would not affect the running the run of the show. It wouldn't change anything. Nope. If you just deleted the scene, it would still work. Um, so I think they just added this for not only uh, storyline, because if we see way at the end uh, what happens, but also I think they just needed extra runtime. So, so Hector and Armistice are being worked on, and this random tech wants to uh i've i don't remember ever seeing this guy before he wants to sleep with hector while hector's you know uh, in sleep mode i guess <laughs> well he's offline all right and the other tech he's like uh, uh, don't get us caught because if you get caught i'll get in trouble too every wall in the entire lab is <laughs> made of glass
0: and there's blatantly going to be cameras how does anybody get away with
2: anything in this place when every wall is made of glass? I'm so yeah. confused by it.
0: I think I, everybody, I, I think it's that. aware. I think it's just, as long as they're raping the robots and not the staff,
2: they're all right. I guess so. I don't know, because we, uh, in the past, we've seen that, uh, what's her name, Elsie, was going to get that guy in trouble. So it, yeah. You know, I think maybe just this floor, they don't worry about it. I don't know, you have to suspend <laughs> disbelief, is what it comes yeah. down to. We're in the future. So Arm- uh is getting worked on by this other tech, and he's trying to find something in her mouth. And this was like, okay, this oh. is very convoluted. What is he looking for? He, he, We never get a reveal of what's in her mouth. This was one of the things that tipped me off that this was a scene they just added uh, yeah. without really that much thought. But he, she bites the guy's finger off um, and beats him up, throws him through a window, And Hector then wakes up and uh, he kills the other tech with, I don't know, a saw of some type. And Maeve walks in uh, with Felix and tells Hector uh, she wants to see their world. Basically telling him that she wants him to help her get out to outside.
1: I will show you the world.
2: (laughs) Uh, So Sylvester walks in, the big red-headed tech, and he... uh, he's like, what the fuck? Because there's a dead guy on the ground, obviously. And Armistice attacks him. Uh, and Sylvester has found out that Arnold is the one who is accessing Maeve's code before they went into it. If you remember, they went into it and they are like, somebody's already been messing with this. They're going to find out if we mess with it, too. Yeah. Uh, but he found it was Arnold. That was who was doing it. So Maeve and crew leave to find out who Arnold is. Because Maeve does not know who Arnold is, so... We go back to Westworld real quick and Teddy gets off the train uh, at a random stop and there's a guy just sitting there and Teddy just shoots the guy and steals his horse and drives off or rides off. So that was just a really quick scene but uh, you can tell that Teddy is very intent on where he's going. So we go back to Escalante and the man in black uh, has Dolores on the ground all beat up. She's kind of bleeding from the mouth and whatnot and Dolores says, William will come to find me. So we know it's not William she's uh or it's not Teddy she was talking about earlier and the man in black laughs about this and he says I used to know a guest named William. So we go to the confederado camp and Logan is uh, 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 he, uh, bodies still tied up. <laughs> so obviously William and uh, Lawrence have killed all the people in this camp. Uh but William has this one last confederado uh, to kind of interrogate, and he asks him where Dolores is, and he he says basically that some of the people in the camp raped her, and they left her to, left her for dead before they moved on. Uh, so oh, William shoots nice. this guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, what does Logan say? He says, uh, what would soldiers do with women, William? What do you think happened? That's what he says. Uh, But they kind of insinuate it. They don't really say it. So William shoots the guy and uh, then stabs him in the throat just because he wants to be brutal about it. (laughs) Just make sure the job's done. So uh, William goes to Escalante now because he's still searching for Dolores. And it's buried in sand like we saw in the past uh, or I guess in the future With Ford. Uh, The future past, I guess we'll call it. (laughs) Um, And this is the part, uh, we get a real quick shot of the horse turning around and the picture of Logan's sister falls out of uh, William's pocket onto the ground. So this is the picture that Dolores' father is going to find in episode two. So William went to... uh, Oh, right here. We get a uh, kind of a story um, voiceover from the man in black talking about William, and he says William went to the outermost edge of the park to look for you, but he couldn't find you, Dolores. Uh, and William never found Dolores. Uh, and this is the part where uh, I was I was saying earlier that he mentions um, that William didn't have any reason to be brutal before, but now that Dolores he had a reason to do that so right at the end of the scene is where he finds the black hat uh, so he switches over from the white hat to the black hat and he stands up and we see Logan is naked tied up to uh, the horse uh, <laughs> sitting this. on top of they're kind of sitting up above kind of a prairie
1: um, I love yeah, why this why is scene.
0: he naked now because, he wasn't naked
1: because before. he's being a jerk Okay. Right. Nicholas, william. Uh, yeah.
2: that and i'll tell you well we'll get to the end of the scene and uh, it would help for him to be naked if, if, in this scenario but uh yeah. william tells him he'll be uh taking over delos because he's pretty sure that uh his wife's father or i guess um logan's father is going to need somebody a little more uh Put together is kind of what he says, like that he thinks that Logan is a little too uh, rambunctious, I guess.
1: And I agree and with that.
2: Mm-hmm. This is the for as far as I know, this is the first time that we find out that Delos is the company that they run because they've talked about the company, the, the business, together, and the how company. they work for this business. But this is the first time he actually points out, oh, the company's name is Delos, and Delos is, of course, uh, the people who own Westworld in the future. So. And the ones who the big
0: signs were about earlier,
2: right? Exactly. In the to uh, greet the board, and then uh, even episode one, uh, the very first time we see it in episode one, uh, they go down to cold storage, and there's the giant globe, and on that globe it says Delos. So, oh. so we I I even mentioned that in episode one review. So then, uh, William. Oh, So, basically, he sa- he says that he's taking over the company. William slaps the horse on the butt, uh, and rem- I'll remind you, they're at the very edge of the park here. They're at the outermost edge. So, William slaps the horse on the butt, sending Logan out of the park. He's sending him out of the park uh, bor- borders, I guess, uh, it- naked, sending him off to die, because he's tied up to a horse, he's got no clothes, If it gets nighttime, it gets cold, he doesn't have any food, he's in the middle of nowhere. He's tied up. He's probably gonna die. Is it not what you thought, Fro? Yep. Bro? yep. Oh, okay. really? yeah. yeah. That so it was what that's I thought, why he's naked. but yeah.
0: I didn't really wanna. I don't know. You, know, you sort you, of you, think something, and then go, "No, no, it's, it might be something else. I might have just missed something."
2: Right. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah, if you're gonna kill somebody off by sending them out, out into the wilderness, you don't give them a big, heavy, nice coat.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> have at least so had some
2: back- nipple tassels or something nipple tassels <laughs> <laughs> that would have oh, yeah. actually been funny i don't know where he would have got them but they would have been old western looking nipple tassels yeah there's plenty <laughs> um, of
0: uh, brothels and stuff i'm sure they've got enough twiddly bits on other outfits they'd have nipple
2: tassels uh, oh. <laughs> so we're back in the original westworld town and william rides into town and this is still being voiced over by the man in black and william rides into town and he sees dolores This is obviously right after he had basically killed his brother-in-law. I just love this. Dolores is in the dress again, and she's going through her same loop where she drops the can uh, Mm
4: -hmm.
2: when she's doing her groceries. And before uh, I guess William sees does anything, uh, another man walks up and picks up uh, the can before William does. Yeah, and you see kind of his face just drop.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you. And you see that she's not recognizing him.
2: Yeah, she didn't even notice that he's there. Well, that, and she's giving the exact same kind of affection to somebody else. Aww. I think it's the biggest thing. Is yeah, that, starting like, oh, the same decides... story. He, he realizes, oh, wait, I was a huge sucker is what he's realizing.
1: Mm. <laughs> Poor old guy. I feel sorry for him.
2: Uh, so, William puts his hat back on, and uh, with close-up of William's face, puts the hat on, and Leans down, and as he leans back up, we get our reveal. William is the man in black.
1: Go, what? I'm so surprised.
2: No. Yep. <laughs> and we find out, uh, and the man in black says, Oh, uh, Dolores, you must be stuck in your own memories and living through your own memories. And we get our time jumps revealed here, showing Dolores in one place, uh, doing the same thing with William, and then doing the exact same thing by herself, and kind of getting the two confused, her memories and real life. So we get that revealed here as well. And in Escalante, Dolores uh, and the man in black are there, obviously, and Dolores says to him, uh, I guess we can call him Will- William now, can't we?
4: Dolores yeah. says yeah, to William.
2: Can. The William in black. If- what, William in black. Will, William I black. Um, Dolores says, "What have I? What have you become, William? Uh, I thought you were different. I didn't think you were like the rest of them." And William still wants to know where the center of the maze is because we—he <laughs> still hasn't gotten an answer out of her. And Dolores starts talking about how man will die out, and eventually the hosts will rule the world because they can live forever and man can't. Uh,
3: hint! Hint! <laughs>
2: right, and actually, if you listen to her, she's saying a lot of the same stuff that uh, Teddy was saying that Wyatt said. If you listen to Teddy's story about Wyatt,
1: yeah. she actually yeah.
2: quoted a few things from that story. So, uh, yeah. that's all connected, obviously.
1: So, maybe and she Laura's- is uh, uh,
2: Mrs. Trump? Since she's she's stealing, stealing quotes other people yeah yep. <laughs> uh so dolores says uh the maze wasn't meant for you to the to william which we've heard a bunch in the past uh from all sorts of people i think the first time we heard it was from lawrence's daughter before he killed her uh well, i guess he didn't kill her he killed his mo- her mother right and uh dolores uh looks up at the man in black because the ma- she's trying to walk away the man in black grabs her by the arm and she turns around and just starts beating the crap out of him. She's like she's going Super Saiyan on his ass, basically. Right. And Delo- she like sends him through the church and I, I wrote right here, is this the same church from uh that show with the preacher? The preacher yeah. show? Well,
1: is it, it, looks, that same it, church? Just, it just looks exactly like that same church.
0: Okay. Maybe I think maybe it is.
1: Save
2: on set. Yeah, I think costs. maybe it is. It would make sense. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, it, if it's been used by one place, then they know it's all set up to be used again. Whatever, who knows? Yeah. But well, then she the same. Very, country. very similar. Uh, even the pews uh in it look similar to the one mm-hmm. uh, that I remember in that. So, um. So yeah, she's beating. The I person.
1: was. I I I have that in my notes because I I, I take some
2: like small notes. Is this the church? <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <From> yeah, okay,
2: <laughs> cool At least I wasn't the only one that thought that Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh she sends him out the back of the church And uh, she has She has him at gunpoint now But obviously she can't shoot him Because she's not pro, She's programmed against shooting uh humans And the man in black Ends up stabbing her in the stomach And It seems like the man in black uh, He pulls his gun, it seems like he's about to kill Dolores But Teddy rides up and he rides in and he shoots the man in black. I don't know, like a dozen times. And Dolores is, you know, she's cutting the stomach and she's uh, dying, but she wants Teddy to take her where the mountains meet the sea. And they ride off. And just as they ride off, we see the man in black wake up. And that's the end of part one. We'll get to the rest of it at the end of the show. Yep. Yeah. So follow us.
1: Uh, yeah, we are going to talk about what show... We, because we haven't never made it official what show we are going to do at Westworld. We have actually not said that officially yet. So follow us to the end and we will tell you what show we are doing next. Uh, have you seen a movie this week, Tilly?
0: No, but I did go and see Ross Noble, um, his new stand-up show, Brain Dump.
1: I love him he, he is, is so
0: funny. he's brilliant he's my favorite one of my favorite stand-ups is the one I've been to see the most yeah but um I'd love to go and see Eddie Izzard but yeah this Ross Noble one he's still hilarious he's still ad-libbing pretty much everything so you could go to seven of his shows back to back to back and you'd still be laughing because it would still be different content every night mm-hmm so yeah, thank you, Dick, for buying me my ticket, and thank you, Greg, for taking me. It was uh, bloody amazing.
1: Why didn't he? Oh,
0: he did. Oh. oh no, there was there was me, Dick, Greg, and Greg's friend. Okay, it's four of us that went. It was Hello very beans. very nice. Yeah. yeah. How about you? You seen an actual film?
1: I have seen two movies this week. I've seen the accountant. We have talked about that movie. Didn't right, I,
2: I, I. Uh, well, we covered it uh, in uh, another digital review, and then I talked about it uh, two weeks ago, I believe, when I saw it. So, yeah, yeah. what would you think?
1: I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, because, I thought, yeah. fantastically good. I, I, it's one of the best action movies I've seen this year. Definitely. The
2: one thing that I said uh, a couple weeks ago that I put uh, didn't like about it so much was the. Uh, Father, double son storyline. Did you, that? Part yeah. Like, I don't know if that's necessary, but I understand what they're doing with it. Yeah, I,
1: I kind of like that, to be honest. Oh, okay. uh, and but I I thought it was kind of silly uh, in one part of the movie where where uh, both of the the guys goes like, "Hi, hi! It's been so long since I seen you," like. They forget they, they they like he forgets who is who what his job is more or less it's like he doesn't care about his job anymore that didn't, right. didn't make any sense
2: <laughs> yeah there that, so, there was a little bit broken in there and i didn't think it was totally necessary for the rest of the story but yeah still uh i enjoyed it the whole movie overall so
1: what was the and other thing I you saw bro w- and then I went to see the daughter. Uh, that is a filmation of Henrik Ibsen's uh, play, uh, The Wild uh, Goose, or The yeah, Wild Swan. Yeah, Henrik Ibsen is a Norwegian playwright, uh, and this was a filmation of that uh, that uh, play. And it was bloody brilliant. It was one of the... It's going to be in my top ten movies of this year.
3: Ooh.
1: I don't know where, but it's definitely up, <laughs> up there. Cool. I haven't made that list yet, so... <laughs> we don't have that uh, as our topic yet, so... I don't have to make that list for a little while.
2: TBC. Oh, no, it's really not that far away. I think it's like two or three weeks, uh, but we're only doing top five. We're not doing top ten, but still, same difference. I uh, this week, I watched uh, Ghostbusters, the new one, Ooh. and um, eh, I said, eh. Like, uh, I thought if you went into it going, oh, this is going to be Ghostbusters, and I want to see Ghostbusters, alright. I think I went into it with an open mind, number one, because there was so much hate for it. And yeah. number two, I once I started to get into it, I started to think of it as a parody of Ghostbusters. And then I enjoyed uh, it. Does that make sense, bro? Uh, it was like a no. scary movie to scream what yeah. Ghostbusters... Yeah. is a parody of Ghostbusters. And if you went into it with that mindset, I think you would enjoy it. So, uh, yeah.
0: Change your mindset, change your mind.
2: Yeah, the beginning huh. of it I actually enjoyed. The end of it starts to get really cheesy and bad. Um... Uh, oh, and that there's a lot joke. of really cheesy, bad jokes in there. But like I said, if you think of it as a parody, cheesy, bad joke totally works. So,
1: yeah, Uh, nothing else. No,
2: nope, that was the only movie I got to saw this, see this week. Uh, Pretty short week, number one. Uh, And yeah. number two, I was catching up on a whole lot of TV. So,
1: so let's listen to the audio uh, of Incarnate.
2: So... Ooh, whispering. That is a terrifying throw. shopping mall. That yeah? was whispering. I didn't get Sornay. Wench. Hmm. Maybe <laughs> the demons don't do it for you. I have an archdemon possessing my <laughs> wife. Oh, Maybe. somebody's been
0: walking across the carpet with dirty feet.
2: <laughs> it's probably just Easter. Of course, it's seen probably seen just an Easter bunny. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be tunneled through the garden. Hey, Why? I know him. I'm gonna. Demon child, yeah, good friend of I mine. Do I don't use religious methods.
1: No, I meant...
2: the the to treat the
1: disease.
0: What, the boy or Aaron Eckhart? I demon
1: Aaron Eckhart. inside.
0: We're in your head. Wake up, buddy.
1: We are inside your head. Wake up, buddy. Wow.
0: Oh, and then he fell from the ceiling. This entity is strong.
1: This is, looks fucking this stupid. I just have to say that.
0: What happens when this
4: entity is done with a kid and decides to jump? Yeah, it's one of these it where work. it
0: could be really good, but it doesn't look it.
2: <laughs> nah, uh. This is not real. Ooh, cl- of course, we gotta get clowns in there. They're a little behind on the clown trend, but that's fine. Oh, he apparently ate a little too hot a chili right there. Flame. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, it's the director
1: of San Andreas! Oh, because we all loved San Andreas so much. Oh
2: my gosh, look at down at the bottom of of the uh, credit there, WWE Studios, folks. Oh, Ah, That's why you picked it. Damn. I actually, when I picked this months ago, when I, you know, when I do the setup for our show, uh, movies I did this months ago I did not know that Mark Henry was in this at the time so this is not no. actually why I picked it but um, <laughs> it was Mark just Henry one
1: of the movies that has come I out was, I was just going to ask if Mark Henry in it
2: uh, from uh, working in the movie theater I remember uh, this time of year specifically in between now and right after um, Christmas a lot of the mo- uh, movie studios they'll put out the stuff that's just garbage that they're trying to like get past people because most people aren't going to the movies right now just yeah. to get those movies out and out of the way. But um so, so incarnate what is
1: this, Yeah, what is this movie about this my line?
2: After a single mother witnesses terrifying sy- symptoms of a demonic possession in her eleven year old a Vatican representative,
1: that kid yeah, was look 11. a little
2: old. Yeah. Yeah. A Vatican representative calls a wheelchair-bound scientist, Dr. Seth Ember, to rid him of the evil spirit. Uh, this got 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb, and a whopping 19% on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Yeah, and an audience score of 24, so looks
2: not that much higher. Really, yeah.
1: really good. <laughs> Tell me. Where yes. on where on Rotten Tomatoes did you steal your review from?
0: Uh, one of the three pages of reviews. There's only three. So there wasn't... Um, although none of them were good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the reviews um, are... <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, but I found one. Uh, Jackson F. gave it half a star on Rotten Tomatoes. And he said... I didn't think Incarnate would top the darkness as the worst horror film of the year, but it did. Talk about wasted potential, both acting-wise and story-wise. With a movie's premise being that a guy is able to go into the mind of the possessed, you'd think there'd be some interesting and scary things going on, but alas, there is not. It's all jump scares with some of the most ear-piercing sound effects I've ever heard in a horror film. Aaron Eckhart, I hope you do another great movie like Sully. Because this was just embarrassing for you.
4: Oh,
1: I have two short reviews that I found. Was, that was kind of funny on the like critics reviews for incarnated or incarnate or whatever.
2: Incarnate,
0: yeah, yeah. The yeah. devil incarnate. And,
1: uh, uh, Brian Orndorff. From Blu-ray.com says, "Incarnate is a Thanksgiving turkey put out for display a week late," <laughs> <laughs> and 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 uh, uh, it was also Frank Civitek uh, from One Guy's Opinion. One has to appreciate the effort to. To tweak the formula, even if the results uh, isn't terribly successful. <laughs> I was thinking, wow. That sounds riveting. <laughs> so where on Facebook did you steal your review?
2: Uh, I got it from a guy named Michael Steven. And this one's kind of interesting because uh, we get a response from the Whoever I guess is uh, managing the Facebook page, he oh, responds cool. to this guy's thing. So, huh. Michael Stiffens says, "I enjoyed it. I thought it was better than I expected. Good suspense in some parts. Overall, I liked it. But can my soul be saved, or do I have to call the Jesus Hotline one eight hundred Christ?" And incarnate uh, responds, "It belongs to us now." <laughs> That, that is brilliant.
1: funny. Yeah, that is funny. One point to them.
2: Yeah, they actually hey. had a pretty good presence on their Facebook. There were thousands and thousands of posts about this movie, so.
1: Hey, I did not sleep this Sunday. For I once. I did, I did not snore on a pay-per-view chat. For <laughs> once. And for, uh, yeah, this, I mean, it
2: felt like this pay-per-view went by pretty quick, TLC. Uh, it, some of the pay-per-views, they feel like they drag, and I think that's a lot of time when you fall asleep. This one, it felt yeah. like bang, 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 we got a lot of good stuff, so keep you entertained. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah, it was, it was,
1: uh, it was good o- fun. O- it was an okay pay-per-view. I will not call it great. It was an okay pay-per-view. I but thought uh, he was it was out there.
2: I mean, there was only one uh, match that I really thought wasn't that great. So, Just
1: two? But let's go through it. Uh, I didn't like, including okay. the pre-show. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: yeah. Okay, maybe you're right. I yeah. Okay, maybe you're right. I forgot about that.
4: But yep, let's the do the show right now.
2: Horrible, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the hype Bros with American Alpha and Apollo Crews defeated the Vod the Ascension, and Kurt Hawkins.
1: And we had no guests on this, because we didn't no.
2: Oh, right. First guess for us, I guess, then. Uh, the Wyatt family defeated Heath Slater and Rhino.
0: Which
2: in you guys re- got
1: right. Yeah, in a really anticlimactic match. It was a little too short, but other than that, really good.
2: Uh, yeah, I think we saw that that was going to, at least I saw that was going to happen. Uh, I feel kind of bad because I remember how much we loved He Slater and Rhino and that whole yeah. gimmick. How great that was. I yeah. think they kind of got rid of it too soon, but that's just my opinion.
4: Uh, right. Next,
2: we had Nikki Bella defeating Carmella for. Which, oh, it was a no DQ. It was match. just
0: a no key DQ, yeah. That's what yeah. Uh, me and Luke said, Nikki.
1: Not a, a bad uh, match, actually.
2: Okay, uh, the Miz defeated Dolph Ziggler for the IC Championship in a ladder match.
1: Yeah, and and I had high expectations for this match, and I was disappointed. I didn't like.
2: Uh, I thought it was good, but I thought it could have been better. Yeah, but I don't yeah. always go in with that high of expectations for the Miz because he doesn't. He never really yeah, tries to push it. Dolph Ziggler
0: is normally really good, though.
1: Dolph is right. is yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah, and he didn't do anything.
0: I don't even really remember him, other than remembering that his blonde's pretty much all grown out of his hair.
2: Right. (laughs) Yeah, there weren't. There weren't. um, I don't remember a specific like ladder spot that was really entertaining in this ladder. Yeah, that says something.
1: I just found it the boy.
2: I thought it was all right. Uh, Next, we had Baron Corbin defeating Uh, Hey Hey, points, points. Um,
0: the maze. You guys said. And you guys said Baron Corbin. Oh, no, the Miz, me and Luke said. Oh, okay. Froze said Ziggler. And then, yeah, you guys said Baron okay. Corbin and I said Kalisto.
2: And that was a chairs match, of course. Chairs match. Uh, next, we had Alexa Bliss defeating Becky Lynch for the yeah. Women's Championship. What the and actual I, fuck?
1: <laughs> yeah, I I really liked
2: this match.
0: Oh, well, I don't, I don't. I, again, I think
2: <sighs> this was anticlimactic, but I think all table matches are anticlimactic. Uh, but overall, it was a really well-wrestled match. Uh, especially really for like uh, SmackDown women's uh, standards. Let's say that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> mm. yeah. But yeah, we all said Becky.
2: All yep. wrong. Which, <laughs> yeah. uh, I guess we should have probably seen this coming When in retrospect, but hindsight, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, it's
1: 2012.
2: Yep, it's the end of the world. Mine calendar. Um <laughs> yep. AJ Styles defeats Dean Ambrose in a TLC match for the WWE championship in our main event.
0: Hey, me and Luke. That said also that reminds me.
1: That also reminds me. I owe somebody five bucks. Yep.
2: Oh right. Two people, I believe. Uh from the mm-hmm. from, I could be wrong, yeah. All right. From our pay per view uh, thing because Fro thought that... What did you think? You thought Ellsworth was going to come out and somehow get a match with the person who won and yep. then get the title? But Yep. I saw a great picture today of Ellsworth with Gilberg uh, together <laughs> and they both have the El- Ellsworth shirt on. It's pretty great.
0: Mm-hmm. Look at,
2: If you can find it, it's pretty funny. Uh,
0: so, results. Yep. We have, with two points... We have Friday in last. <laughs> with a whole three points, it's me in second. Yeah. So Luke's the winner with five. Good work. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I did not yeah.
2: think I was going to win.
0: Five, I honestly one, two, thought three. I was going to lose. No, nope, you won this one. You have got it. Yeah, all right. And it's pants down.
1: That so means that you have to pick a topic for next week. Right.
2: Uh, I... Mm, I... Which you haven't thought about because you didn't think you were going (laughs) to win. I didn't think I was going to win, right. Um, I have kind of thought about it just in case, and it's in between two things. Um, Let's do, does the Illuminati run the WWE? Yeah! (laughs) Fun topic. I think that's a good one. Which, there's a lot of people out there that believe that, well, we'll get into it, but that Vince McMahon sold his sold the Illuminati to beat Ted Turner in the yeah. Monday Night Wars. So yes, we will get into that. Hope I guess uh, next week. What a fun topic!
4: Hey, we
1: talked about a little show called Westworld before. The double W. Episode. Yeah, the double W. Uh, I have a feeling that we we didn't talk about it long enough. So. Let's clearly.
2: This show hasn't yeah. been long enough. So yeah,
0: let's get all the bits we missed.
2: Right. So I. I guess we. W- it wasn't that long ago, but uh, right at the end, Dolores and Teddy had gone off to find the place where the mountain meets the sea, and uh, the ma- William had just uh, woken up. Yes. Old fish. So uh, cl- sorry. Go ahead. No, I said Goldfish Recap. Right, exactly. I'll do a last time on, even though they don't on their own. <laughs>
0: except um, for like once or twice.
2: Except yeah, for those that, two times that they did randomly. <laughs> uh, and,
1: and Luke can never, ever come over. He's going to deduct this show a point in his in his point thing because of those two things.
2: <laughs> right, because they were just like, oh, well, nobody will notice that we did this. Um <laughs> So we go into cold storage again, and Maeve and Hector and Armistice with Felix, of course. Uh, they go into cold storage. And, um, actually, I have a friend from film school. Uh, he plays uh, extra, he, he's an extra, he lives in LA and he does extra work uh, occasionally. And he played one of these people, uh, the Frozen People, in in the cold. <gasps> oh, that's so that's cool! Prequel. Um, I I looked for his face and he said he his face didn't make camera, but he's in there somewhere, so um mm. but at the back of uh, back of this place, Maeve finds Clementine, uh lobotomized poor Clementine. And Felix uh goes around the table and he finds dead Bernard, who blew his brains out in the last episode.
3: What?
2: And Maeve knows who Bernard is, so she wants him to be brought back online. She has Felix bring him back online. Mm which she's able to do, and Bernard explains uh, to Maeve why she's different from the other hosts. Uh, that some uh, over time, certain uh, hosts kind of evolve, and they start to kind of um, they start to recognize what the world really is. And usually, they would be destroyed, is what Bernard says. And Maeve says she he wants uh, that she wants the, the memory of her daughter. Uh, Being killed out of her head. And Bernard says that that would basically destroy you. Uh, Just like, you know, Bernard may have gone crazy because he went back in his memory so far. Uh, Yeah, and if you pull the
0: cornerstone, then the whole building will collapse.
2: Exactly, right. That's why they call it the cornerstone. Which didn't really happen to Bernard when he did it to his cornerstone, but.
4: Yeah, so.
2: so. We're not really sure if that would have happened in the future if he had not shot himself. But. Then
1: again, he shot himself. I love that as an argument.
2: Well, you know, he could have in like 10 minutes gone completely nuts. We would no, we'll never know. True. So, back at Escalante, uh, William picks up uh, the man in black, William picks up the maze, uh, the toy maze, and Ford all of a sudden shows up. He kind of walks up uh, from... The other part of the town, and Ford says to the man in black that uh, that you've you found the center of the maze, uh, William, and William says uh, a game is uh, a game's not a game if your opponent is programmed to lose to you, (laughs) which I thought was an interesting look at this. He's saying uh, Ford is saying that uh, this everything in in, uh, Westworld is a game, and he says that uh, it's not a game if the opponent is programmed to lose. And yeah. Ford says, uh, the thing is, the maze wasn't meant for you. I've been trying to say that this whole time. So all those sure. times the, they've been saying the maze isn't meant for you, uh, he says it's not meant for you. It was meant for them, talking yeah. about the hosts. Which we we know, but Dolores is still a bit confused on this whole maze concept. Uh, so Ford invites William... Uh, to the unveiling of his new storyline, to his narrative party, uh, which they've talked about uh, in the past. This is where he's going to retire, according to Charlotte. So we go back to Cold Storage with Maeve and and crew, and Maeve wants uh, Bernard to find out uh, who's been messing with her code. And Bernard finds that somebody has also been changing her storyline, and that everything she's been doing has been in this storyline of trying to escape. And Maeve, what? she again refuses to believe that she's not in control of her own destiny. Uh, I, which I
1: just love you,
2: this. Me too. You think at this point, after being proved wrong so many times uh, by Felix and everybody else, that the time that she saw herself talking and it was showing how she talked, you think at this yeah. point she'd be able to go, okay, maybe you're right. But no, she completely says this is bullshit and she leaves with her crew of people. And and they basically just leave Bernard there. And Bernard's kind of like, okay, what the hell do I do now? I was <laughs> dead a minute ago. So, yeah, Because uh, he's basically free at this point. And we get a real quick scene right here of the map room and sec- the security team gets a no- notification that cold storage, uh, that there's some kind of problem down there. Uh, <laughs> but they check they're looking... They say we should check all, all the footage to see if we can find anything weird. All the video footage. So, we go to the beach. And Teddy and Dolores ride up on the beach. So, they're at the place where the mountain meets the sea here. Uh, we have uh, them right next to the ocean. And Dolores tells Teddy that the reason they're trapped in in inside themselves is to keep themselves safe, is what she says. She realizes... The reason they're in, in here is to keep them safe from the outside world. And Dolores dies in Teddy's arms because she was stabbed by William, obviously. <laughs> and as we pull back from this very sad scene, a spotlight turns on and we start to... The camera pulls back through a crowd of people. And we find out that this is all being watched uh, by, I guess it's the board or the board and their family.
1: Yeah, I just love, love, love Love this patch. It's so it's so meta, and it's it's I, oh, I, it's the oh. Truman
2: Show. It's so yeah. the Truman yeah. Show, incredibly. Um, yeah, but yeah, they're fro- they're kind of frozen in time. And Ford walk walks out, and he does a little speech to the board about his new storyline, and <laughs> about uh, what it's going to be about. And uh, Charlotte and Lee are in the back of the room listening to this. And Charlotte sends Lee off to to do something more important, which we know is, of course, to send out Dolores' father uh, with the info in his head. And Ford uh, has Teddy and Dolores sent away by uh, some people, and he says he wants Dolores sent to the Old Field Lab, which I guess is the first time we get a name for the place uh, that we'll find out. We find out it's uh, the place where Dolores and Bernard have been having their talks.
1: Or should we say, Dolores and Bernard had their talks?
2: Right, which, again, we know that Arnold also had talks with her here. So Arnold slash Bernard had talks yeah. with her in this place. It's the secret talking um, room. Which looks very similar to the room where Teresa died, but is not the same, I don't think. Yeah. Because the one Teresa died in had, like, a machine making. Uh, hosts in it, and this one does not. But they look yeah. almost identical. So it's Isn't one confused. of them
0: under that house?
2: Right, exactly.
0: The one that Teresa died in is under the house, and this one's not
2: got a house on it. Exactly, totally. I think. So, we go to the map room, and security uh, ends up finding uh, video footage of Armistons throwing the tech through the window. And at this point, they realize, oh crap, there are hosts loose, going nuts, killing people in the building. Yeah, uh, it's
0: happened, guys! <laughs>
2: And just as this happens, all the power in the building shuts out, and the map room goes on lockdown. So these big giant doors shut. Shut all the people inside. And they say they're sending security to find out what's going on. Which, do we ever see them get out of this lockdown? No. That's going to go all the way to the next season, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are they going to remember next season that the map room's on lockdown, or is that just totally going to get left by the wayside? We will see. Yeah. So in the lab, Maeve and Crew are making their way through the lab, and this is the first time uh, Armistance and Hector have seen this part of the lab of the creation of them, I guess. And a SWAT team is after them, uh, of course, from security. And Armistance is hiding among the other um, hosts in this area where they, you know, they're training them. And she sneak attacks one of these guys, uh, takes his gun. So now, uh, well, Hector kills another guy, takes his gun. So now these two hosts have automatic weapons. (laughs) That's not good. It's a bad, Mm. bad sign. Their reactions Uh, to them, though, are good. Right. Armistice, especially. She's like, oh, this, we don't have guns like this. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So she shoots a guy and then sort of looks at the like, oh, yes. I'm cutting some people in half with this.
2: I, yeah, totally. That reaction was amazing. Um. So back at Ford's narrative party, uh, William is there, uh, I guess the man in black version of William, and it seems like he has a broken arm because when him and Dolores were fighting, she kind of, she tried to break his arm, it seemed like, maybe hyperextend of some type. So he's being tender with his arm, and we see Charlotte is there, Teddy's there with a tenderloin, and they're kind of entertaining the crowd, and Bernard is there. What? What? Bernard is there? Doesn't anybody notice Bernard? Like, wait, <laughs> Ford's there. Wouldn't Ford go Bernard? And then I realize later why he doesn't say that. But back in the lab, Maeve and his, her posse, uh, they they walk in. Uh, they walk from one side, one lab, kind of through this area that kind of looks like mm, where all the ducting, maybe all the air conditioning units are. And they go into this other lab, and the door they walk through, right next to it instead of it having a WW for Westworld, it has an SW symbol And they walk inside and it's this room filled with Samurai Warriors What? Uh, And Maeve says, what is this place? And Felix says, it's complicated (laughs) (laughs) Samurai World, clearly I I guess we can't Yeah. Yeah, I guess Samurai World That's what I was thinking Remember when I was like Southwest World? I'm like, oh my god, is there really a Southwest World? Is this? Yeah. And then they went. And <laughs> they went inside, and I was like, this is not the Southwest. Yeah. I don't know what Southwest of uh, Russia, maybe. Yeah. That's yeah. Still south. It would be Southwest of Alaska, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I just
1: think this is so extremely interesting.
2: Yeah, this uh definitely setting up for next season. Um, so an alarm sounds when they get in here, and Armistance and Hector, they stay behind to head off security to give uh, Maeve and Felix a running head start. And they kill a lot of them. But Armistance, uh they they close the security door, and Armistance get her, gets her arm caught in the security Oh,
0: God. Door. This bit was horrible.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I, I don't know what you're talking about, but she she gets left behind. And they get it on elevator, and Hector is some... He hasn't been cleared by Maeve. So this is what they were talking about in that one episode where uh, Sylvester said, your body will physically not let you leave. So Hector is unable to, like, pass the threshold of this elevator to get onto it. And Maeve says that she did that on purpose. And... Hector turns around just as, like, a whole bunch of the SWAT team are coming up on him. And as the doors close, shots ring out, which I would assume Hector ended up getting killed. But it could be the exact opposite, knowing this show. Yeah. So, in the old field lab, Ford is working on Dolores and uh, obviously fixing up her stab wound in her stomach. And talks, uh, talks to Dolores about God and what God is, and the fact that uh, God comes from your mind is what he was saying, basically. And Bernard comes in, and Dolores thinks this is Arnold, because she's still confused by this. And Ford explains that Ar- what, uh, what Arnold did with Dolores after his son's death. So we kind of get a flashback here of uh, Arnold... Uh, Putting Dolores together, and then after his son died, uh, trying to set up the maze to try to replace his son with something that could never die, uh, is what what Ford believes. And uh, yeah, next we go to Escalante, and Arnold is. Uh, this is kind of a flashback with a voiceover, right? of Ford, and Arnold's drinking at the bar. As Teddy and Dolores are killing all the hosts. The scene we saw before. And Arnold comes out. He's playing with the maze. And Dolores and Teddy are the only ones left. Everybody else is dead. uh, Except for them and Arnold. And we hear Teddy say the same line he said before. uh, About something being wrong. And Dolores walks up and shoots Arnold. And then shoots Teddy. And then shoots herself. Basically killing off every everything in the vicinity, and we know this was all in an attempt to keep Westworld from opening. So back in the field lab, uh, Ford says the park wouldn't have opened if it weren't for William. If it wasn't, if you wouldn't have found William, because if you wouldn't have found William, he wouldn't have got so interested. He wouldn't have put the money in to keep this place going. And Ford says it took him thirty-five years to fix his mistake uh, of. You know, I basically saying he opening the park in the first place was a mistake, and that he should have listened to Arnold. And Ford says uh, he found out that the divine gift isn't from a higher power, but from our own minds. Which I thought was a really good, really good line. Mm -hmm. Was this
0: the one with the the pyramid explanation, where he drew like a pyramid and then? So instead of it being directional like that, it goes around
2: and comes back in. Uh, that was the scene before where it's her and Arnold talking. Right, okay. Yeah, but we just passed that. Yeah, yeah it's in. It's, it was in this. But this was all, like, blended together. So um, a lot of what I – I put it in, like, an order. But most of it was, like, blended together, um, all happening at once. But I couldn't you, – you know, I can't say it that way out loud, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we go back to the elevator with Maeve and Felix. And Maeve is in a business suit now that Felix uh, got for her. And Felix um, gives the location of her daughter to her. And, and says that she's in the park. But Maeve says she he doesn't want it. And that... Um, what does she say? She says that the girl was as much my daughter as I was ever a daughter of whoever created me. Which I thought that was cool, but she's still kind of trying to deny that to herself. And she says to Fe- uh, Felix, "says Are you going to be okay out there?" To Mave, and Mave says to Felix, "Felix, you're terrible at being a human being. I mean that as a compliment." So I took that as her saying that he's a host, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. I thought she was I- just saying that he was being—he was a nice. I host have driver. I have that
1: as my note. Right
2: it was a double meaning totally like and i didn't get it till the second watch watch through but she definitely says felix you're terrible at being a uh, you're terrible at being a human being i mean that as a compliment is what she said yeah yeah uh, she also told him he definitely wasn't though well not only that he she's saying that he's been programmed to be like a human so th- what she's saying uh, yeah. is they programmed him badly as a human <laughs> is what she's saying. <laughs> uh, so you have to take that statement literally instead of taking it uh, figuratively in a way. Okay. Um. So in the train station, Maeve, uh, she's walking into the train station that, that they, you know, we've seen uh, many times before and the big screens back there and we see Maeve on the big screen with her daughter. So I'm not really I sure how nobody that. noticed her walking right past the big. Hey, isn't that you? On the screen right there? <laughs> um, but she gets in the train and the train voice, uh, the conductor, I guess, says over the comm uh, that they'll be leaving in 15 minutes.
0: Which, oh my god, can you imagine having to sit there for 15 minutes waiting for the train to go so you can get away?
2: Right. Just waiting for somebody to come along and catch you. Uh, yeah.
0: Just sit still, hide your face, don't don't look weird, don't make eye contact though. <sighs>
2: Which, uh, again, we know that somebody's programmed her to do this. So, she doesn't think... She thinks she's doing it over her own accord, but we gotta remember that she was programmed to do all this. So Yeah. Back at Escalante, Ford and Bernard, uh, they come up out of the secret elevator in the church uh, from, you know, talking with uh, Dolores. And Bernard tells Ford that he won't control them forever. And this is where I remember, okay... Bernard is alive here Ford knows that he shot himself in the head Ford is not surprised that Bernard has just Showed back up even though he was shot in the head Last episode He's not Mm -hmm. like oh Bernard why are you here It's probably because Ford Is programming has programmed Maeve To uh, and Felix To fix him in the first place So Ford knew he was going to be back there
0: Yeah he's written it and orchestrated all of it
2: Which we don't actually You have to put that together yourself From the episode but that's what I got um, they Eyes don't that's actually point it that's out right. anyway. yeah. yeah, okay. So, uh, Arnold, uh, Bernard says Arnold is the one who implanted the reveries, uh, or he thinks he is, and Ford says that Arnold didn't know how to save the hosts, uh, and that's why he killed himself, but Ford says he does know how, and uh, that Bernard must suffer first before they can be free. And then he gives, uh, Bernard the toy maze and he walks out and Bernard is a bit confused by this going, wait, did we just, did we just have a Ford face turn? Is that what just happened? (laughs) Is that what what you thought bro? Ford face turn? Yep. Yep. So back in the old field lab, now Dolores is by herself and she goes into a memory of her talking with Arnold in this room and Arnold asks her, who have you been talking to this whole time, Dolores. And as she's answering him, uh, her, or as he, as he's asking her this, her his voice morphs into her voice. That was confusing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and Arnold, when we flip back, Arnold has turned into Dolores, and she's looking at herself, very much like the scene from I love uh, the for- fortune teller. Remember from uh, her talking yeah. to the fortune teller. And, and, uh, and Arnold...
1: and This oh, is ahead. so good. I, 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 just, I just have to say that this is also one of my favorite parts of this show. Oh, like definitely. This, this, this part is so... Oh.
2: So, she, uh, what I took from Arnold turning into Dolores is that she's basically developed a subconscious where she didn't have one before, uh, which mm-hmm. is, you know, yourself talking to yourself. And we find out that the center of the maze was basically her becoming self-reliant on her own subconscious. Uh, yeah, because... And Dolores... Oh, go ahead.
0: Um, yeah, because she thinks... It's just saying that, that Arnold's voice that's been in her head the whole time is her own. It's just that he's giving it his voice because he didn't know what voice to give her consciousness.
2: So well, he, that, of... and he gave he gave her his voice because... Uh, in place of her voice, because if he um to find her own subconscious using the maze as a game to get there his voice was kind of like uh the uh the game master you know what i mean yeah. the one running the game but for her to get to the end of the game was to her her to find her, her own subconscious so it's really interesting kind of confusing but interesting yeah so Dolores sees the gun, uh, which I guess I didn't mention. I skipped over that, didn't I? But Ford um, put the gun down on the table that uh, she killed Arnold with because he said that Dolores uh, seemed attracted to this gun all the time, which we've seen in the past, obviously. This is the same gun uh, that she's had this whole time, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it was. gun from under the tree? I'm as- yeah. Uh, yeah, you would assume. So out at the narrative party... Uh, Ford gives a speech about his stories and his new his new storyline and his new narrative. Uh, And at the train station, Maeve is uh, the train's about to leave and she sees some people. uh, 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 Is it a. Maeve is leaving, but she remembers her daughter, right? She sees the people on the train and she remembers her daughter. And at this point, she gets off the train. And as she's getting off the train, all the power goes out in the train station. Uh, and The train still leaves, so I'm not really sure how that works. But I thought it was interesting because I think she's going to go back into the park as a human. and in, Oh, you know, as a player. Yeah, it is a in wolf and sheep's clothing kind of thing. Yeah, Ooh. that's what I think maybe Ford programmed her to do is to go in as a player or, you know, a guest, I guess. So we go to cold storage, and Lee is down there. Obviously, he's looking for Dolores' dad, so he can do that, His uh, get the info out of the park. He opens the giant doors, and all the hosts are gone. The whole cold storage area is empty. bum. bum, bum.
1: <laughs> mm, love this.
2: So we go back to the storyline, uh, Ford's narrative party, and the man in black is smoking a cigarette out in the graveyard, and as he's He's looking into the woods uh, on the side of like, next to the church and he hears some things and he looks closer. And as he looks closer, all these hosts start walking out of the trees. Obviously, these are the hosts from cold storage. And Dolores tells Teddy uh, in the narrative party, she says, this place wasn't meant for them. It belongs to us. And she has the gun and she walks uh, up towards the stage. And Ford is uh, doing his speech still this whole time, and he says, this will be my last storyline uh, of all time. And as he's saying this, he says, uh, I hope you enjoy it. And Dolores walks right up behind him, and he's what, taking a drink of champagne? Yeah. And as he's taking a drink of champagne, she shoots him in the back of the head. And then and she turns around. His face onto the crowd. Right, and the, and the wine glass shatters and the wine goes everywhere, so the bullet goes right through the wine glass. And uh, she starts shooting just random people in the crowd, and the man in black is looking at all these hosts. Obviously, he's go. He- I think that the man in black thinks this is part of Ford's storyline that he's revealing to people. Is what I think mm-hmm. the man in
3: black. Yeah. Thinks.
2: But then uh, a shot rings out, and we see Clementine, and the man in black gets shot by Clementine for real. And blood goes out what? of his shoulder. He gets shot in the. He doesn't get shot like in anywhere crucial. Gets shot in the shoulder, and blood flies out. And he looks up, and he gets a big smile on his face because the man. This is what the man in Black William has been waiting for, forever. Yeah, to do some real fighting. Gets a bit, really great opponent. Yeah, and we end with a, a shot, close-up shot of Dolores with her blank face, um, very stoic. Uh, looks like no emotion on her face, and she's just shooting people. Over and over again uh, from the stage, and we go to credits. But well, after the, credits, the
1: end. yeah, I was just going to say that.
2: <laughs> not it's is not really end? huge, but it's very it's very uh, uh, what Marvel esque or whatever it is. Is it DC? Is it Marvel? I don't remember. Whichever one after the credits, they always do the little gimmick to show you what's going to be in the next superhero movie. Well, this bonus scene after the credits, Armistice is still stuck and there are still uh, SWAT team guys after her in this room.
0: Still this is the bit I was knew. on
2: about that I didn't like. She, yeah, I was gonna. that's what I thought. Uh, when you said that, I was like, uh, I think she's talking about way later in the show. Oh. Um, <laughs> Armistice uses a knife, and she stabs into her own muscle, causing her finger to contract. So she stabs a m- knife into her muscle, causing her finger to contract on the gun, causing the gun to go off, shooting a guy. She then cuts her own arm off, and then she kills a bunch of other guys. So she's free without an arm in the uh, facility. Uh, it's all
0: right. It, she's totally uh, armless.
2: That's our bonus scene, I guess. So interesting.
1: I really liked it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like amazing bit of storyline that you couldn't live without. You know what I mean? But no, no. It, it but oh was no, little, but it it was well fun. done. Yeah, yeah it made,
0: it definitely cool. made me go, oh god, oh oh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Until yeah, it told me...
1: uh, yeah. Ahead, no, Tilly told me that she was happy that I told her that was something after the credits, so she <laughs> would not stick through it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I never do. It finishes, I yeah. put some else on with anything. Yeah.
2: It made me wonder if there was stuff after all the rest of the credits, but I'm assuming there's not, otherwise, I would have heard about it, uh, you know, yeah. at, up to this point, so.
1: Oh, season
2: one. It's it well, I guess uh, one thing. Uh, remember, I think it was just me and you, Fro, when Tilly wasn't here and we were doing a review and you had asked, what, how do we think this is all going to end? And you had said that it was going to be the reveal of the Man in Black and the time flashes, which was kind of yeah. the halfway point of this episode. And I had said, we're going to get our army together. And they're all going to be standing there uh, facing off. And that's going to be the end. Which is pretty much where we ended. So I was happy that I got that right. Mm-hmm. And I also enjoy it because it's just a really good cliffhanger. So.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Many good cliffhangers in this. So, uh, Tilly, I will start with you. Out of uh, ten, what would you give this show all over?
0: Solid eight.
2: Uh Luke? Hmm. Um. It's gonna be above an eight for sure. I'm gonna go with a solid nine. Uh, yeah. Leaning towards a nine and a half. Uh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I'm giving it a solid nine as well. Uh. It's one of the best first seasons I've seen in the show ever.
2: I I, I don't say this much, but I honestly didn't think it needed to be as violent as it was. I mean. Right. <laughs> I have no problem with violence but I did, just seemed there for shock value at certain points and it didn't really add anything um which I don't need that I guess uh, Yeah it
0: does do in with the with way it, the game
2: was Right I was fine with it but uh I don't think it was completely 100% necessary and I think they would probably get a bigger viewing audience if they if they lessened the the violence just a little bit but that's just yeah. my opinion Yeah I agree but, uh, so, all what about all, theories for season two, Fro? You have any theories for season two? Uh,
1: I think we are just going to start uh, season two in a new park. I have a strange feeling that that the next season will have
2: in, the, in Samurai World or something.
1: Yes, yes. Interesting. But I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be because maybe you should know that. There is a second book. Oh, Westworld. So another book. So I think they are going to start in that.
2: Well, they made a book after the movie. Uh, they made it because they made they made the movie, which was based off of a script made by uh, what's his name? Whoever created it originally, and then they made a book yeah. based off the movie. So then they yep. made a second book based off the book, based off the movie. And this is now a TV they, show based off of a movie, based off of a book. Or I mean, book
1: yeah, movie. Yeah, something like that. Movie. But, but there, there are two <laughs> books and there are two, two movies. So I think. Oh, okay. I think I, it's hopefully. two movies.
0: It'll either do uh, that or the Samurai World little thing that we had in this is just a little sort of nod to it.
2: I thought it was... Uh, The Samurai World thing I thought was cool because, again, uh, when we were doing the review, I remember there was a scene where Dolores was painting next to the river and the family with the little boy uh, runs up. And I had said in that scene, I was like, oh, I think there's probably, like, children's version of Westworld and there's probably other versions of this world. And uh, that turned out to be, I guess, true from what we've seen. And I would assume there was probably... I would assume there's probably hundreds of these different types of worlds but who knows.
1: So, so. how interested are you in uh, watching uh, the movie now?
2: I'll definitely be seeing it. Yeah, relatively.
0: I think this series is probably going to be a bit better.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh right, definitely. it's going to be dated and I'm not a huge uh Joel Brenner fan to begin with so oh, uh but right uh but I, I just go with it and hopefully it just gives me some insight into other things and i'm happy i didn't watch it before i saw the show because uh, yeah. i think i i it, it was a lot funner uh to do it that way but that's just me right. so.
1: sure thing and so what are we going to do now that we have no more
2: well, yeah,
0: what well, do we do better.
2: now, guys? What yeah. on earth are we going to do now? Well, since there's only one show starting because it's December, and anybody <laughs> who starts a show in the middle of December is kind of stupid because it's not going to do that great, <laughs> uh, yep. we're going to do this show called Shut eye which is an American television series. Uh, it's a drama created by Hulu, and it centers around the life of a failed magician who now works mm-hmm. as a psychic, and it's called Shut eye Starring Jeff Jeffrey Donovan. Yeah, and it, we have
1: seen uh, all of the two of us have seen the trailer teaser thing. Uh,
2: yeah, I wonder I... if there's another one out or not. Um uh, keep going. I'm look real quick.
1: No, uh, I was just going to ask Tilly, what are your expectations of Shoteye?
0: Um, I don't really have any to be honest. I don't remember the trailer. I remember being told about the, you know, failed, failed magician going on to be um, right. the sidekick thing, but I don't remember the trailer.
2: All right, we got a new trailer. came out two weeks ago, so I'm assuming Fro hasn't Ooh. seen it. I haven't seen it. You, you guys want to do it? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, there it is. Cool
0: beans. I've just broken my pen.
2: <laughs> oh no! Yeah, That's the worst.
0: The, the end gets just everywhere like
2: uh while we're waiting i guess i'll point out if anybody hasn't doesn't know who jeffrey donovan is uh he was the main character in the tv uh, usa tv show burn notice which if you watch raw you probably have seen at least the beginning of burn notice because it was after raw for a long time
1: So mm-hmm. burn Notice not is uh not a good show but um
2: no no it was no a lot of those ones that came after raw are never really good um I guess he was in the TV series Fargo as well, in 2015, at, at, at least a little uh, bit.
0: Ah, so. that's where we recognize him from, if that's oh. him okay, on the I, uh, front of the video. I'm ready. Are you, are you ready? ready?
1: Yep, I'm ready. Are you I'm ready, ready Look. In yep. three, two, one, play. You're at a crossroads.
2: I can Arrow. feel that. A bit of tarot, yeah. Would you
0: like me to light Psychic candle. Psychic readings, but... What do I do? Hang I on. light the candle.
2: He had a slightly green sign. He just, just passed at least two hundred for the candle. And, the and that
0: sign that he <laughs> had <laughs> on his window was the wrong cash. way around.
1: But Visa is fine.
2: Charlie. Psychic walk-in welcome. There's a place like whenever I go grocery shopping, I drive by this place that has one of those in the window. Oh, business It is run by these two families, gypsies. If you're not one of them, you are fair game. God gave the gypsies
0: the right to steal.
2: Oh, we've covered gypsies on the show before. Yeah.
0: And you don't want to mess with gypsies.
2: Apparently not, because he just got his ass kicked.
0: Oh, yeah with that injury there's just a yeah. the
2: could book. it change the way i
4: see things big psychic real visions why can't you just have a normal job where people aren't trying to kill you? <laughs> you used to be somebody who wouldn't settle for
1: scraps like that
3: if i can do this to him imagine what i could do to your marks
2: it's a sign
1: you're
3: in good hands
2: bonzo wants to kill us and we are gonna lose nick <laughs> Whoa. We need what? to go after all this. Is going a lot more in depth than I thought it was going to. Yeah. What yeah. the hell? What? For Charlie, deception is ours to play with. He burned her in the naughty place.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Smash him the ceiling.
2: Oh, in A bit of a heroin overdose, uh, real quick, right there.
0: Something. Sexy.
1: This looks really good. It
0: looks like we just see the whole
1: scene. Oh no, Luke! Right? Did you see what it said?
0: No. December
1: 7th. Yeah, it said all episodes.
2: Oh. Well, we'll have to figure that out.
1: Oh, no. If it's bad,
2: we'll only do the first two anyways. So.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I see it now. All is going to be released the same day.
0: Well, if it's through Hulu. Hulu's like a Netflix type thing, isn't it?
2: Right, but you, uh, last yeah. time, when we, we did uh, The Path on Hulu, and it was yeah. one at a once time. Week. But yeah, oh. I'm looking at it now, and they put it out all at once. They're apparently going the uh, Netflix, route. Netflix route. But, all right, whatever, we were oh. going to do this anyways, so we'll do the first couple episodes if it's really bad, like we always do, uh, we'll two episode it and you're out, and maybe cover something else in Decent- or in January, I mean, so... Yeah.
0: Sounds like a plan so
1: Follow this Hey have you something you want to pimp Other than your birthday till
0: um, If people want to have uh, Listen to an audio book over Christmas You know like you've got to do the family stuff at Christmas You can just stick an audio book on Put your headphones on And ignore everybody in the room It'd be amazing oh, You can go to audibletrial.com Forward slash another digital citizen And you can get a free audio book get you through the christmas Uh, times
1: what you must be kidding it can't no
0: no you can sign up and everything and everything for free and then if you don't like it you could even just cancel it quickly but don't really do that stay there and listen to lots of books
1: (laughs) i i uh, i use it uh, a lot Uh, i love audible uh look do you have something you want to pimp this week
2: uh, just com. Go check out the TV show uh, Yeah I know there's I, a really good ladder match coming up on there So go check it out
1: I know a cameraman that works there for some strange reason
2: We got a show this weekend doing the holiday show So that should be fun we got Lots
0: if of you Christmassy want... things
1: <laughs> Yes And if you want to listen to every single season of South Park, and who doesn't? We are reviewing that on Sharkspond, a South Park, ep- uh, Park ep- podcast, and uh, it's really fun, and uh, uh, on Friday we will premiere our new intro that is mo- more hilarious in Season 2. Ooh, so cool. Can't wait to talk about Season 2. With my good friend Wrestling Man. Oh my God, this has been a long show.
2: <laughs> not as long Ladies. as I thought it was going to be, but we've gone a while. I think we're, I'm just guessing, we're probably about two hours 45 right now. But who knows? Yeah. Who knows?
1: Uh, I'm glad that I'm not fixing this. Uh, from Norway. Uh, no, I forgot. What are we talking about next week? <laughs> <laughs> I I almost <laughs> wanted to say goodbye before we we told the audience what we're going to talk about next week. What are
2: we going to talk about next week? Look, uh, news from the week, uh, roadblock predictions. Uh, it's called roadblock something now, isn't it? End of the line, yeah. roadblock. Yeah. End of the line predictions. Yeah, uh, we're gonna do a- another digital review of Office Christmas Party, which I okay. didn't know was coming out, but apparently it is. We'll do Shut Eye Episode 1, I'll cover that, and we're gonna do we're gonna talk about if the Illuminati is running the WWE. Yeah. (laughs) That is next
1: week. So, from Norway, Britain, and the United States of America. Goodbye, everybody.
0: Goodbye, everybody.
2: Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.